0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 non-stop destination for A's baseball.
1: It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show.
2: And welcome back to the Coliseum where the A's and the White Sox battled until the White Sox had a tying run at the plate in the top of the ninth inning. And the A's who spotted the Sox a three-run lead after the first two innings. The A's battled back, untied the game on Pinder's two-run base hit in the fifth. And the A's beat the White Sox by the count of six to four. They take the series two games to one. And as I said... It was so close that the A's scored 12 runs and the White Sox scored 11. A great series, Ray, and a lot of respect for the White Sox, the way they play. I mean, they have a a really good young club. I don't think it's the last time that this bunch will be in the postseason, but a huge win for the A's for the A's to move on.
3: Well, absolutely, and I think it's appropriate that the A's do get to move on and to move on against the Houston Astros. Everybody was hoping that maybe this series would would be the one that would – have the two teams going against each other. But, you know, I like the five game series. You know, it's at least going to go, well, it can go five. Who, who knows what's going to happen? But it's a neutral side. I think that's the biggest thing. For the, for the Astros, they're back in Los Angeles for the first time since 17, and the A's were just in Houston, in
2: Los Angeles. They, were, they, they played two games against the that, Dodgers. That's right. Yeah. that's right,
3: they did, because of the two and two. Right. That's right.
2: But, you know, it's interesting, too, because the Astros and the A's seven and three against the Astros during the regular right. season. But they used their starting pitchers yeah. when they as they swept the Twins in that series. Fromber Valdez went right. five innings in the first game and he pitched great. And Christian Javier went three innings yesterday, pitched yeah. great. I don't think they're going to be able to do that in a best of five because they're yeah. going to need those guys. So that might be the advantage point. Athletics because they really stayed away from a lot of their bullpen guys. I mean, they used the, the kid Rayley, pitched I think got one out yesterday, yeah. and and Presley got the save, and that was the extent of. Uh, their bullpen usage beside the two starting pitchers they used in the yeah. series.
3: And, you know, Ken, that's a good point, because I think we thought coming into the series, if the A's could advance beyond this series, they have the advantage. The A's should have the advantage going into a 5-7-7, seven, seven, or 5-7 and seven for sure, because there are no off days But for those two series. World Series would be different. But you're going to need a five-man rotation. The A's have six starters that they could run out there. And what Frankie Montas did today and pitching a couple of innings after pitching on Sunday, his best start of the season probably, you know, was special for the A's. So A's used to start it coming out of the bullpen. And, and again, I think Bob Melvin manipulated, used the bullpen – And, you know, when we saw Soria pitch in the eighth inning, then we knew it was going to be Liam Hendricks pitching the ninth, which, again, not surprised there to see him come out and pitch the ninth inning. And, and, yeah, 98 miles per hour in his fastball. He he didn't lose a thing throwing 49 pitches yesterday. And I think that is where adrenaline really comes into play, especially in a series like this. If you're a player, and Liam Hendricks, we know, wants to be on the mound, he's going to get the ball. He's going to tell Bob Melvin whether he feels great or not. Mm -hmm. He's going to take the ball and want to be there.
2: Well, you know, Hendricks... Um, I think he was looking for a little redemption today, yeah. and he got it. And, you know, Montas, he, was a, he did give up a run, yeah. but he worked two innings at a time in the middle of the game, which was critical because at that point, Rick Renteria, the White Sox manager, was running through like half his yeah. bullpen there. Yeah. And every guy he brought in, it seemed like that he was, was going to walk somebody, walk a couple of guys. And uh, the A's, I think, had a big bullpen advantage from then on. Yeah. And, you know, with Frankie, when he first came, he had a 1-2-3
3: inning. Then the A scored four. They sent 10 to the plate. Frankie came out hurriedly, like we talked about, took 14 warm-up tosses. But that's the inning he gave up the run. So maybe just the fact that he had a lot of time sitting on the dugout waiting, he tried to re-loosen himself, if you will. But maybe that affected him a little bit. But bottom line, he did a great job for the two innings. And, you know, probably to me the biggest one was taking who was it took out and, and brought in Rodon. When they took Hoyer out after
2: Hoyer gave up the home run to Murphy.
3: Yeah, taking him out with two outs. Right. And then all of a sudden, it exploded. The A's scored. Had pitchers out of the bullpen, couldn't throw strikes. The A's had a couple of bases loaded walks. And all of a sudden, the A's have the lead. And that was a huge inning. Big, crooked number for the athletics. And, uh, you know, again, that's the management of the bullpen. And Bob Melvin does it as well as anybody. And I think it showed today.
2: We also saw the three-batter rule come into That's play right. there. That's right. Because when they took, you know, I think Hoyer, he's got great stuff, even though yeah. he allowed that home run to Murphy. They bring in Rodon, who's had a bunch of injuries. Yeah. And, you know, just to face La Stella, gets on base with a walk. But now he's got to leave Rodon in the game. That's right. The next batter is Simeon, and he drills that two-base hit. And he's
3: hoping that Rodon can come in, face the one-batter Lestella, the lefty, and get out of the inning. That would have been all for him, facing one batter. But once that didn't happen, then everything— did happen against the White Sox and for the Athletics. But, you know, again, you know, we, we talk about all the mistakes that you cannot afford to make in postseason baseball. And the A's had all the walks against the the White Sox. The A's had three walks scored and the, the defense, uh, the catcher's interference. That's four mistakes that basically the A's took advantage of. And the game was a two-run game. Six to four, the A's scored those four runs. So credit to the A's, credit to the uh, basically the the A's coming back after losing the first game. Bassett did a tremendous job yesterday, and Mike Fires got the start. And while he didn't go real deep in the game, the A's were able to utilize the great bullpen, which they've had all season.
2: In the 120 seasons of A's baseball back to Philadelphia, that was the biggest catcher's interference in the history of the franchise. <laughs> that's right.
3: That's, that's, a, that's a great point. I, I was hopeful it's not going to be a – is it Gabby, Gabby, Gabby Hartnett? Uh, Gabby Hartnett had the pass ball and the strike three. The, and the homer and the – no, it wasn't
2: Gabby. Gabby Hartnett had the homer and the Gloman. It was Mickey oh, Owen. Oh, Mickey Owen. Yeah, thank right? you. Thank yeah, you. Thanks yeah. for correcting well, me on that. You know all those catchers, they run <laughs> together. Yeah, right. right all yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. A reminder, this is the Is Clubhouse <laughs> show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for legendary logger. This, Buds, for you. When we come back, we're going to send things over to Chris Townsend. The is are moving on. They beat the White Sox 6-4. Back with more after this. <laughs>
5: To reduce the risk of wildfires, PG&E may proactively turn off power when severe weather is forecast. Here are four ways to prepare before a power shutoff. Update your contact information at pge.com/mywildfirealerts so we can reach you. Plan for medical needs like medications that need to be refrigerated or devices that require power. Pack or restock your emergency supply kit. Ensure backup power sources are safe to operate. To learn more, visit safetyactioncenter.pge.com.
0: This is A's Clubhouse.
6: What a moment for the Oakland Athletics. What a moment for the front office, ownership, Bob Melvin, his staff, this core group of players that have been through so much. Back to back years, 97 wins, only to fall short in New York and at home against Tampa they are now moving on the journey is 13 wins to the ring now it's 11 enjoy but don't be satisfied because there's a long way to go and as Ray Fosse will tell you and it's on his hand right now we are playing for a world championship and this cloud that's been over this, this organization that we've all talked about time and time again, Eliminate elimination games, win or go home, that's all gone. That black cloud is all gone. No more talk about can Melvin win a big series. No more talk whether these guys can win a big series. And it was a great call. And, guys, i got to tell you, at one point, I thought I was going to throw up. I was so nervous. I'm I'm almost glad Ken Korak, uh, the voice of summer, now the voice of fall, I'm almost glad I wasn't there. I was pacing. I stopped keeping score. I can't even imagine what it was like
2: for you guys. Well, try keeping score when there are 17 pitchers, and you've only got a column for six pitchers on your scorebook. Oh, (laughs) man. Fosse is still with us too, Chris, so. Uh, we can hash it out a little yeah. bit, but, uh, yeah, it was fun. It was, you know, four hours and nine minutes, and you could tell early in the first yeah. inning when Crochet was warming up in the bullpen. And, yeah. I mean, the tone was set in the first inning when the White Sox starter, Dane Dunning, only got two outs, and he was he was gone.
3: Tony, I think you said it best, too, today. As we uh, look out, it's Clay Wood, and this is the final game at the Coliseum with uh, the rest of the games to be played in neutral sides. But Clay's field... You talk about immaculate. I mean, this place has been just beautiful for these three games. All starting at 12, what, 12.08, 12.10. And maybe the A's can get a reasonable hour uh, for the division series to play their games there. But uh, this field has been great. There's no football lines, it's all baseball. And it has been great. It's unfortunate, like I said, that this is a final game to be played here. But uh, hopefully, everything will be back to normal next year. Get the fans here and the cardboard cutouts. We're, we're exciting today. I mean, they, they were jumping with joy all day long. So uh, it, it's, it's a great day for the A's to come back and especially to be down three to nothing and to come back and win this game.
6: Yeah, it was special. And to think where we are right now, because there's only one decided in the National League, that was the Braves taking care of business today. They're moving on. But you look at what's going to happen at Dodger Stadium and you look what's going to happen down at Petco. You look at the rivalries. That's a division rival right there between the Rays and the Yankees. The Yankees are the big brother. The Rays have been the little brother. But the little brother is really, really tough this year. And then Ken going down to Dodger Stadium. This is not a rivalry about, you know, two towns with great history or anything. This is true, just we don't like you because we believe you've cheated us out of what (laughs) could have been ours. And the minute Ramon Laureano went into the dugout of the Astros, that told you everything you needed to know about the A's. These two series are going to be fantastic.
2: Yeah, you could change the name of it, the acronym. You could have two ALCSs. 'Cause this both series you could say would be the American League contentious series. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Because you're right, I mean the Tampa Bay and the Yankee deal, they don't like each other at all, so you know, the baseball gods, uh you know, it might have been ordained. Like 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 we said that the A's were gonna play the Astros. It was just it's just a fitting way to kind of keep this, this season going and you know, I've been thinking about the A's fans a lot. Chris, this year and especially the last couple of days and how much this season has meant to A's fans to be able to follow baseball, to bring a sense of normalcy and a diversion to people. And, you know, how much it means to to the fans of this franchise to have at least three more games, best three out of five to follow. And, you know, the A's, of course, would like to take it a lot deeper than that, Chris. So, you know, it means a lot from that standpoint.
6: Yeah, and let's face it, the boogeyman was there again in game one, and they lost game one, and I can tell you, all the phone calls, everybody's worried, the doom and gloom, but, Ray, that's all gone now. It's like he got knocked down in the first round. He got back up and won the fight, and that's what this core had to do, and now they can truly clear their heads and go, we can win a series. We can do this.
3: I agree, and, and especially to be down and have to win two but, you know, let's not forget the A's, the home field advantage. And I think that was tremendous for the A's, even though, really, it played fair for both sides. But the fact that the A's were here the early morning, um, getting up with the testing that had had to come. Ken, did you say they had to come out with it? it was Around it was 6 o'clock, this yeah, morning?
2: In the 6 o'clock hour, Bo yeah. Mel had said. And, you know, it, Bob Melvin, and we don't get the chance to spend a lot of time with him right. because we're doing the shows on, you know, Zoom. Uh, today, the pregame show, I have a little bit of a chance to talk to him before we start the show. But and Vince asked me about Bo Mel's mood. And he's such a great leader and has a great sense of setting the right tone. Even after they lost the first game, yeah. he doesn't change. You know, he had a positive attitude. He was calm, focused, obviously, right. full of energy, you know, obviously. But there's no panic. Uh, there's no sense that, um, you know, he's going to lose his cool out there because I think he just has that, that steadiness that is so important right now and that resolve. And I think the ball club kind of revolves around that from an emotional standpoint. So uh, he shows really great leadership in a situation where when it's this tense, you don't want your manager getting tense because yeah. that can permeate throughout a clubhouse and in the dugout. And you know, I think he did a great job from that standpoint. I think he did a great job in showing patience with his bullpen today yeah. too
3: and that's a, the the great point that you made in that statement that you just made is that players watch a manager and they watch him and if he panics they panic he doesn't panic i mean he he is inside you know that as 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 much as we have seen him he's inside he's he's grinding on the inside but he never shows it outwardly he's got he's got his things that he does he sits down when the team is out there and you know he stands up and you know he he does a lot of things that are superstitious, yes, but why not? I mean, everybody has a little bit of that uh, when they play this game, but, but I, I think he's, he's a great manager when it comes to doing this, and I'm so happy that he is able to win this series because it's something that has not happened since he took over managing in 2011.
2: You know, I want to mention one thing too, Chris, before we go back to you. Down in the field, something really cool and important is taking place. David Renetti, who is the VP and has run the stadium operations here for years, this has been such a trying year, and for so many people, it's hard to say whose job has been more difficult. But he's down there right now with all the folks who work with him. Yeah. And the grounds crew was down there, and the grounds crew led by Clay Wood, and they took a, a team picture at home plate with the uh, Wild Card Series logo right there behind home plate here. Yeah. And so a chance, and after such an arduous journey uh, for these people who have worked so hard behind the scenes, they don't get a lot of recognition, but they're down there on the field now, and I think congratulations to them for a job well done.
3: Exactly, and let's hope that uh, getting back to some normalcy, that a lot of people who were either laid off, furloughed, or whatever, can get their jobs back and get back to where they are doing what they, they do so well. And uh, because so many people, whether it be in baseball and life in general, have, uh, have been struggling, and so let's get it back. But, uh, you know, baseball, we hope, has is, is done a little bit to help get it back to some normalcy. And what the A's did today, taking it on to uh, the next series, is pretty special.
6: Yeah, guys, and when you think about Dave Renetti and you think about Dave Cavill and you think about the leadership of this organization as – you know you're preparing the coliseum to keep all of you safe i mean that was the number one goal it's just yep. not the players right and also uh, the medical staff for the a's keeping the the traveling party okay you know you had the one blip with Dan, daniel mingdon but a lot of people need to know you know we got broadcasters we got riders, we we got people who are working there and, and they needed to create an environment where everybody felt safe and was safe and anybody you talked to and i've talked to you guys about it i've talked to our beat writers about it everybody felt like you know what this is right i feel good i feel like i can be there and i can be safe as, as much as watching baseball games and winning baseball games was key the number one thing was to make sure all of you would be okay and have a very safe working environment
3: well fortunately it's happened it happened for the 60 game schedule and it's happened for three games of the wild card series and You know, we are at the point where, uh, you know, it's it's nice to win the first one and just realize there are three more. And, Chris, I I like your analogy. You know, you need 13 wins to get a ring, and that's the goal. Two down. And uh, keep going from here.
6: Yeah, you cannot be satisfied. I mean, it's great to win this, but it's just the wild card round. But yep. And that's and that's why I like that they're playing the Astros because the minute they see those guys, the minute they see those jerseys, that fire is going to burn within them, <laughs> just like we saw the last time the Astros were here and the A's took four out of five. I don't know about you, but I do think it was big that the A's were just at down at Dodger Stadium. I didn't want to overplay that because you got to get there. But now that they're getting there – I think it's huge that they were just, you know, you have the feel of the field. How fast is the grass? The infield grass, outfield grass has the park play, clubhouse, mound, bullpen mounds. Don't you guys think now that we can actually really talk about it, that it was big that they were just there? And they played some really tough games against arguably the best team in the league.
3: They did do that. And I think the biggest thing, uh, and you kind of alluded to it, staying safe, what the players are going to have to continue to go through. As we depart, we're going to see the buses in the F parking lot. Uh, the cars will remain there, of the players and staff, until everything is over. And we hope that's going to be late October. But they'll get on the bus and they'll go to the airport and they'll get on the bus and they'll go to the hotel and they'll stay in the hotel and then go to the park. So I, I think, uh, you know, there, there's that resilient play. I think the resiliency of a baseball team in general to go through everything that they're going to have to go through and have been going through and will continue to go until, you know, you hope the last team standing. But basically, it's, it's not something that you normally do. You know, normally things are you celebrate. But remember 1989 when the A's last won a world championship, they couldn't celebrate and rightfully mm-hmm. so because of the devastating earthquake. But uh, maybe this is the year that it would be a subdued celebration. The players in the clubhouse, mm-hmm. the staff, and that's it. And uh, but, well, but it's it, it's a different year for sure. But uh, it, it's still great to win. And like Garrett Cole said of the Yankees, somebody's going to be a world champion. Why not us?
2: Well, the other thing, I mean, normally you would think that a layoff isn't great this time of year because the A's yeah. aren't going to play until Monday, and the Astros with one more day, really, because right. they finished up uh, yesterday. But this is, this is the completion of the A's playing 29 games over the last 28 days. And yeah. you look at it, especially a guy like Pinder, he could probably use the two or three days yeah. off. So I, I think they're going to be sharp, and uh, I think a little time off right now is probably not the worst thing for this club.
3: Not a bad idea, I'm sure, when they get down there. I don't know what their schedule is going to be for the next three days, but bottom line, their bodies will get to rest a little bit. You got anything, Vince? Well, I'll make the case that the A's won't face a better offense than what they face in the series. That's true. You know, and they've seen
7: a lot of the Astros, and I know they're talented, and they've got postseason experience. Maybe not as much of a free-swinging team as the White Sox are, but the White Sox, I mean, they they can rake. Yeah. And the A's were able to, to withstand that. So I don't think they're going to be intimidated at all yeah. by the offense. And the A's won the season series against the Astros as well. So it's, it'll be interesting to see how people outside of the Bay Area view this series as the A's take on the Astros. Sure. I mean, are, are the A's some the good guys wearing the white hats that are taking on the guys wearing the black hats? And how much does that not necessarily doesn't play in the, A, in the A's clubhouse, but it plays for the, for the national baseball fan that will be paying attention. Yeah. Did
3: you yeah, that's, that's, that's a great point because I, I still say that this series was the most important because the A's have a rotation that they can use, a, a full rotation. And, you know, it mentioned about fire. Well, fires will probably get a chance to pitch against the Astros. And as Mike Miner steps in, and because the A's will need five starters, there's no off days. Nobody's going to come back short because nobody's done it all season. They're not going to start it now. And it'd be the same for the seven-game series if they can advance to the league championship. And the World Series might be different because they're still going to have the off day in between. But uh, to get through this round, this series, probably the most special, I think, because at least there's some breathing room going forward in a five-game series and then hopefully seven and seven.
7: Well, Bob Melvin, when he met with the media today, and he was asked about what this means this year in this type of year. Yeah. And he said, you know what? I've probably been more cranky this year because of things and it's happened to everybody. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, somewhat apologetic about that, but just just showed things that we didn't see from the outside. Right. Even though we had a little bit of access through the computer through Zooms, we weren't in the clubhouse. We weren't, you know, having private conversations with players, coaches and the manager. Not knowing, you know, just the the general scope and the general vibe and the and the pulse of things. And I think he, you know, he he kind of exhaled a little bit saying this, you know, I I probably you know, had things that were affecting me more than, than than just about any other year. And just to kind of get through that and multiply that by everybody else, it, it's a tremendous credit, yeah. first of all, to baseball in general, that they even got to this point. And, yeah. uh, and, and then when you look at your own individual situation, your own individual team that you cover, what they were able to do, and uh, Bob leading the way, even though there was some moments of, you know, uh, crankiness because of bubbles and protocols and, lack of looking at video, and uh, certain times you could come to the clubhouse and certain bus times uh, taking everybody out of their comfort zone and having to adjust to that. Uh, I think he, he just was very appreciative of how his ball club got through this and very appreciative that they've got a chance to, to continue.
3: You know, I think if you go back to in a normal – well, this – in the spring training, Bob Melvin's hardest time is to tell a player he's not going to make the club. So you go into this shortened season of 60 games – He has to have the ability to convince players that you're not going to play or I'm going to pinch it for you early if that's the case, you know, whatever. And if you don't swing the bat well, I'm going to take you out. If you're not pitching one, I'm going to take you out. That's got to be hard on somebody who is a good manager and wants the respect and he has the respect of the players. But I think the players respect him enough that if situations do come up and he makes those decisions, they understand that. And uh, and there's no doubt. I mean, Chris Davis, you think about Chris this year and how he struggled during the 60 games and hopeful that he gets the bat back and can continue to play well the rest of the way.
2: But And he played today against yeah, the right hander. Started yeah, the day, got a base hit. Yeah.
3: But that had to be an extremely tough situation for Bob Melvin to know that here's a guy who had 40-plus home runs three consecutive years, and he struggled, and he's putting Mark Cannon, different guys, in to be the designated hitter. So, I mean... I just think from the personality standpoint, that's hard on a manager because he has to do that. It's not a 162-game schedule that he can uh, say, yeah, we're going to give you the time to get your your swing back. But uh, I I think it's a remarkable job done by him. Uh, Whether or not he wins the Manager of the Year award, I don't think it really matters to him. All it matters to him about is that he managed a good ball club. They respect him. And uh, as Chris Bassett told uh, Chris Townsend, we respect Bob Melvin because he does basically uh, everything to make us all successful.
2: He has three of those awards. Right. <laughs> he's right. he's both both got some leaks. hardware. Right. That's right. Exactly. That's right. But I, I don't think
3: well. if he didn't have any, I don't think it mattered to him. It's just no. this, uh, uh, he's, he's secure in who he is. Yeah. And he deflects all the great attention he deserves to everybody else, his staff and, his players, and, uh, but, but I think he's a remarkable manager, and it shows and did show, especially with the A's, their backs to the wall, losing the first game of the series.
7: And just remember that you know, this is a club that historically, when they have a chance to go to the postseason, mostly around July, the Billy Bean and David Force have never been afraid to make a move and improve the team. Tommy Lastella did not shake the foundation of the baseball world when he was acquired by the Athletics. But, mm-hmm. man, what a difference he made and then somehow Jake Lamb resurrecting things and they saw something in him and he was able to deliver yep. enough big hits to get the ball club where they are now uh, a lot of credit to to the people behind the scenes no putting doubt. that together and and uh, I mean Bob talked about Lestella really kind of changing the dynamic of the way things moved in September once Tommy was on board and uh, I mean a, a ton of credit that a ton of credit to the guys in the clubhouse that that bring in a guy like Lestella and mm-hmm. it's like not even skipping a step and they did so with arguably uh, missing their best player and certainly the most inspirational player in Matt Chapman to, to get that done
2: well, and it was a team effort and listella I think his approach really helped and it, it kind of permeated it spread out Absolutely. through the through the ball club but uh We'll be here at the Coliseum on Monday. while did, the. By, by are the way,
3: did the analytics show the catcher's interference part of La hitting?
2: Well, that's going to be chapter <laughs> the next chapter in Michael Lewis's sequel. <laughs> the importance of catcher's interference because it that, was big today. Great days. job, guys. It's
7: been fun. I'm yeah. glad there's going to be more baseball ahead. Yeah, yeah, we'll sounds be great.
2: right here at the Coliseum while the A's are down in L.A. We'll be broadcasting all the games. Of course, Chris Townsend will have his wall-to-wall coverage as well. But, Chris, we're going to send things back down to you. I know... You have a busy show coming up and a lot of people to talk to. So uh, we will talk to you in the next couple days. Thank Remember, you,
6: Chris. no days off. A's Cast Live tomorrow at 3 o'clock.
2: How about Saturday and Sunday?
6: I think I got a tea time.
2: <laughs> we'll be right, back man. on Monday. We're going to have a full show four hours before
6: first pitch. Great job, guys. Rest up because we're far from done. Thanks, Chris. Talk to you, Chris. That's our broadcast team right there after one of the biggest wins Thanks, in a Trevor. long, long time. And I can tell you. I know you want to talk about it at 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. That was exhausting. I mean, it, it just, it was exhausting. That was so long it was so just, uh, uh, you're on the edge of your seat. Hell, I stood for almost the entire game, pacing back and forth, trying to keep score. At one point, I felt like I was going to vomit. It was just, oh, my God. And you know what? You knew it was going to have to be that way. How else would it be? How do you exercise the demons? All these hard losses. I mean, all the stuff. That, I mean, they, they threw up on the television broadcast. Behind three runs or more, the A's had lost 24 straight postseason games. The last time they won was in 88 against the Red Sox when they were down five and they came back and won 10-6. How often have we had to hear about their record in elimination games? How often did we have to hear about their record in win or go home games? Well, you know what? We don't got to talk about it anymore. And they knew. They truly knew. And even some of this wasn't even on their watch. We had Chris Bassett on A's Cast Live, and he said, yeah, we knew. It was in our minds. And the past couple years, yeah, they've been brutal. Losing at Yankee Stadium, losing at home to Tampa. And Dave Fleming, who was on the call for ESPN, he joined us on A's Cast Live, and he said, you know what? The A's are not the underdogs. They're not underdogs. You're the AL West champs. You're not the little underdog. You're not the little engine that could. And you know what? Neither is Tampa. Going into these two series, Tampa, they won the division. They played better than the Yankees this year. They were better than the Yankees. They should win this series. And you know what? The A's, it's the same thing. That's why I want us to be all excited. I want us to be happy. But you know what? You, you can't. These We can be this is great. These guys got to be happy, but they can't be satisfied. Eye on the prize. It doesn't end here. And that's why I think there is going to be a little, hey, isn't this great? But I think once they see those Houston Astros, their blood's going to boil. I think it is so key. I am so glad they're playing the Astros versus the Twins. The Twins are the Twins. The Astros are the enemy. The Astros, if you need to get your head on right right away, wait till you see that orange and that blue. Wait till you see Bregman. Wait till you see, oh, Correa is trying to act like, oh, here he is again. He's mouthing off. Bolton board material already. These guys try and backpedal from being the biggest cheaters in the history of baseball. They're the New England Patriots of baseball, and they want to keep backtracking from it. Well, you know what? Keep them from that. Go down there and whoop their ass and knock them out of the playoffs and give them what they deserve. That's the mentality the A's have to have boarding the plane in Oakland and heading to L.A. And that's why, once again, I'm glad it's not the Twins and it's the Astros because they hate them, and it's going to get them laser-focused right away. But we will celebrate this victory today. Hard-earned. And you know what? Vince was right. These White Sox, they're tough. They flat-out swing it. I don't want to see Tim Anderson for a long, long time. The guy's a nightmare. It doesn't matter where you throw it. I would try and I would bust him more inside. And they talk about how quick his hands are. Well, I, I know he can flip it to right field all day long. But you just look up and down that lineup, and every guy that comes up, it's like, Ugh. They're good. And guess what, Oakland? You better be prepared. I know the White Sox haven't made the playoffs that much, and, 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 you know, they've been around since 1901. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. You're not going to see these guys. They're not going away. I don't think the Twins are going away. At some point they're going to win. But this White Sox team, they're going to be tough to deal with for the future. There is no question. But what a win. Congratulations to ownership, front office, manager. Coaching staff, players, this has been an exhausting season. Think about that. Think how exhausted these guys were. They got one day off, and then they went through a series like this. They need a few days. You know what these guys all need? They need a nap. Take a nap, get ready, and now it's time for the Houston Astros. The number is 833-625-2278. You're going to hear from Bob Melvin, Liam Hendricks. We'll go all night. I got nowhere to go. It's all about A's baseball. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show right here on A's Cast in the A's Radio Network.
0: Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerac 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve. With our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and of course, world-class
8: gaming, Cash Creek
0: Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's.
8: NBC Sports California, your home for postseason baseball as the A's battle their way through October. Join Brody Brazil and Dave Stewart as we follow the A's every step of the way with A's pregame and postgame live, before and after every postseason game. Wherever you are, get all the latest October Quest details, game recaps, features, videos, and more by downloading the My Teams app and going to nbcsportscalifornia.com/athletics. NBC Sports California is your home for Oakland A's baseball.
9: You're working from home, so how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central.
8: No matter what's ahead, you count on family. And northern california families count on honda fuel efficient with high-tech safety features like honda sensing and apple carplay plus legendary dependability you can pass down from one generation to the next right now get an exceptional deal on a new accord at your northern california honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. around here people count on two things family and honda ask anyone who owns a honda
2: mccann is at second base and out of the stretch at the belt and again the 2-2 pitch and here it is inside corner ring him up strike three called and the a's have won it and they're moving on the oakland a's have won the series in a great battle today with the white Sox, and maybe they have vanquished some demons today and now maybe Bob
3: Melvin can take a big sigh of relief and say thank you, Lord, because there's
2: no doubt he had to be thinking every time a runner got on base, one swing in the back, something could happen. Six to four, the A's beat the White Sox. It took over four hours and 17 pitchers, Ray Fosse. Well, and the A's got it done. Liam Hendricks, some redemption today.
0: You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
6: What a wild ride. 2020 has been. You're listening to the Ace Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Buds for you. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network.
2: A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco.
10: All
6: right, we got a lot of people lining up, so I want you to get in. Well, they can't even hear me. Uh, But if you are going to be calling in, let's get in and let's get out. Let's go to Sam in Union City. Sam, lead us off here on the Clubhouse Show. All right, let's go to Lewis in Los Angeles. Lewis. Yes, I. Go ahead. Hey, Chris uh, Lewis
11: here, Los Angeles. Could not be more excited about the win tonight.
6: Yeah, it's a special day. There's no question. It's, uh, having been a longtime
11: fan, it just goes to show the resilience of our boys and uh, how, uh, no matter as little attention as they get on a nation, national scale, how uh, true fans uh, finally get a win here today. So, very proud.
6: Yeah, hey, thank you for the phone call. Yeah, you know what? It's time to earn it. Now that you've won a series, it's time to earn it. Now you go down and you take care of the Astros. You get to the ALCS at Petco Park. Earn that national exposure. Let's go to Tom in Castro Valley. Tom, you're on the clubhouse show. Chris, tell you what, every time he's
12: playing an elimination game, I lose a few pounds.
6: (laughs) It's never right what a
12: great series that was that was a really good series um I was impressed with the hitters, not pressing and falling you know after falling behind early um just working the counts and uh how about Chad Pender coming off the bench giving us a big lift and I uh, just a great job of the whole team honestly that was a just a good series and White sox are a really good team um
13: I don't know why so many people were criticizing Bob Melvin, but I thought he did amazing.
6: And, you know, bring on Houston. Bring it on. Appreciate the phone call. And, yeah, look look how many two and outs. Right now the Cardinals lead in San Diego. They're about to go two and out. This is the only series, right? All the other series in the American League, two and out. This was going to be a battle. There was no question about it. These White Sox, they can hit. Let's go to Corey in San Jose. Corey in San Jose, you're on the Clubhouse Show. All righty. Let's go to Ben in Oakland. Go ahead, Ben.
13: Hey, Tony. Uh, this, uh, this was a little excruciating, uh, to say the least, but uh, it was a heck of a heck of a win, and you know, hopefully, this just uh, like Bassett was saying, this takes a monkey off the back, hopefully winning, you know, this kind of game that you haven't won since 73 will really take it off. And maybe they could just propel from here. So, um, it was just a, just a terrific, I mean, coming back down one Oh, I mean, that's not easy to do in any series, let alone doing it in the playoffs. So, uh, congrats to this team. And they're, they're going to play a team they know real well and in a ballpark that they're somewhat familiar with. So, um, that'll be a real fun series too but but this was just it was so great to see him you know exercise the demon yesterday and then to do it today so
6: hopefully they're loose going into
13: the Astro series and they just roll right through that
6: yes no doubt about it thank you Ben and you know what just some normalcy let's just line up the pitching and say let's go you know I, 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 you know, I know fires wasn't exactly what we wanted, but I had to remind people, guys has thrown in a week. You know, I, let's, instead of tricking it up, normalcy. Just say, this is what it is. This is who's game one. This is who's game two. This is who's game three. Just say, this is what we got. This is what we're going to battle with. Because this is the thing. Professional athletes need consistency. That's when they're at their best when they know what the deal is. So they prepare mentally days in advance. I mean, even though you should say they should have been preparing, but whether it was going to be Mania or it was going to be Fires, they should have known days ago, and they didn't. Stop tricking it up. Go normal for once. Let's just go normal. No trickery. Go get them. Your team's good enough to win. You just knocked out a really good White Sox team. And now it's time to go get the Astros. And hopefully you knock them out, and then you're going to be taking on either the Rays, who, by the way, I, I know people like look like, oh, my God, they're bringing in Hend- Hendricks in the 8th. Hey, the Rays will bring their closer in at the 6th, the 7th. They'll throw all kinds of curveballs at you. And if it's not them, you got the Bronx Bombers. But the great thing is, not New York, baby. It's in Petco Park can't be any further from Yankee Stadium. The phone number is 833-625-2278. If you're listening to us on a radio station and that radio station is leaving the clubhouse show, go to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast. Don't forget, we're going to have a special kind of wrap-up show tomorrow on A's cast live at 3 o'clock, and then once we find out the time on Monday, whatever it is from first pitch we're going to be live four hours before first pitch with a's cast live once again you listen to a's cast live on athletics.com slash a's cast what a win for the a's the clubhouse show is brought to you by budweiser legendary moments
0: for a legendary logger. this buds for you oakland a's baseball play ball
15: been the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris
7: Davis with the A's, ninth walk off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going.
1: Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's
16: Baseball. ball
2: hit the center field. Nobody is there. And that means the have won the ball
1: game. You're listening to A's Cast.
6: I can't remember the last time I was this emotionally drained after a game. I just I, It's just all the emotions. My kids, my wife, everybody's fired up. I can't tell you how many texts I've gotten today. The highs and lows on my phone from all my friends and people who work for the A's. Oh no! Not this guy's coming in. Oh no! I can't believe that guy's coming. <laughs> I mean, I, I, the amount of text I got today is insane, but it's all worth it because the A's are moving on with a six to four victory. Let's go! I'm just going to in order how I got them. Let's go to Warrior in East Bay. Warrior, go ahead. You're on the A's Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. Hello. Yeah, go ahead.
11: Hey, Townie, it's been, it's been such a long time since I've had the opportunity to-, <laughs> uh, to speak with you. What a great, great game. I tell you, I had to leave the house about two times, went yeah. out to my car, turned <laughs> the phone off, turned Ace Cast on, walked back outside, watered the lawn. Hey, listen, I, don't, I normally glued to my TV set, but when I got to get up and leave, and I've been around the game for so long, both playing, coaching, traveling, uh getting paid to sit in the box i i couldn't i couldn't believe the 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 way it played out today and now i want to apologize to bob melvin for holding a six year grudge for what he did in the 8th inning against uh uh Kansas City with uh he sent uh lester out there and then came in with uh uh gregman so uh, yesterday, totally different story. You, you you send your starter out there, he gives a, a, a hit, you don't let him stay in too long, and then Liam Hendricks doesn't have it. So here's everybody criticizing him for bringing in Hendricks in the eighth inning yesterday, but I'm not disingenuous. I know I was a guy yelling for six years, so I'm going to let that go. And then for Hendricks to have the intestinal fortitude to come back today after that rough day yesterday, give it that hit, and then pitch the way he did, did today. It, it was just exciting. It was a great day for Oakland baseball. And because uh, I've been on hold so long, I didn't get an opportunity to ask you a couple questions about uh, moving forward. Uh, who do you call, go with in Game One? Pass it.
6: It's Ooh, no. It's no. Right, co- this, it's no question. This quick. No, there's he, he. He right now is the hottest starting pitcher in the American League. I, I, I mean, he's he's he just won American League Pitcher of the Month, and he follows that up with that performance yesterday. I think there's no question, and it lines up for him to be on his perfect day's arrest. Like I say, keep it as normal as possible. You throw your best guy out there game one, and it's Chris Bassett. Did we lose him? Your rotation. No, I'm right here. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Now, now, who do you go with in games
11: two and three?
6: Well, what's kind of scaring me now is it's going to be a while since Sean and I actually threw to hitters. So I got I, I I can't let him sit on ice forever. You know what I'm saying? I think that's kind of the problem with fires today. These guys need to throw every five days. Now, if you want to come back with with uh, Lazardo game two. I mean, you really have to start thinking about, you know, Frankie now pitched Sunday and he pitched today. Uh, Frankie's looked better the past two outings. I really, I haven't thought about it yet. I just know this, I can't have my starters be on ice that long because you've got five games, you've got no days off, and the last thing you want is a guy hasn't pitched in well over a week and he's searching for it in a playoff game.
11: Yeah, and and I know you're 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 a former uh, you know Division One pitcher, so I know a lot of these things that like the average fan we think we know, but we're not in that room, we're not in that that uh, either locker room or that mindset of, of that pitcher because we haven't pitched that though. So I'm always always reaching to uh, kind of pick your mind when it comes to uh, pitching decisions and and, and and the way players feel. But if you look back at the way this the season has gone, and you look at the number of of, of people that are that are in the bullpen that are sitting around not doing anything, like Mike Miner. If you're not going to pitch him in a series like this, wouldn't it stand a reason? to And I don't know how, how does how do you activate players for this? Can you reactivate deactivate guys for the for each series,
6: or what yes. you set your yeah. roster? No, 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 no. You, you each each series each, each series you can change. Hey, Warrior, I got a ton of people on hold. I got to get to. Appreciate the phone call. We'll hey, talk hey, to you. Yeah. All right. Let's – no offense to anybody, even though everybody on hold can't hear me. Let's go to Gene in Oakland. Gene, your A's are moving on. Yeah. Chris? Yeah, go ahead, Gene. Yep.
17: Uh, Hey, hey. Hey, we (laughs) – I wish came true, right? We get to play against those, you know what, uh, Astros and uh, and beat them yet again. And this time uh, (laughs) – in a much more important series uh i i just can't wait i mean i'm chomping at the bit but today was boy the emotional ups and downs of today i mean when we went down three nothing i was envisioning the first game and i'm thinking oh no not again and uh <laughs> and then we worked uh i you know all this criticism of, of melvin i mean i don't understand it i mean i've always thought frankly he's he's the best uh, manager Oakland has ever had, you know, with all due respect to Tony La Russa. But but um, you know, and the only dumb thing he may have had something to do with was was picking Luzardo to be the uh, the you know the, the starter in the first game, and I, I really think he, that was something that Bean just overruled, and and that was his decision. But no, I mean I, I don't I don't fault him for uh, you know having Hendricks go the two innings. I mean he's usually pretty strong for two innings. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, I was more concerned about, frankly, bringing Trevino in in, in the seventh. I, my my heart was in my uh, throat at that point because you never know what you're going to get from him these days. But but even he did okay. But anyways, uh, you know, I'm a big hockey fan, among other things. And, uh, you know, hockey games, at the end of games, they give you, you know, they, they come up with the three best players. They call them the three stars of the game, yep. right? And, uh, and if I had to pick the three stars in this game, I think they'd be Wendelkin, Pinder, and Murphy. None of whom are our actual stars, although Murphy certainly looks like he's on his way. So to me, that's, that's the greatest sign, you know, that, that this, this team could go far and maybe to and through the world series. You know, when you get got guys like this contributing the way they, they were, and you still got your stars, you know, uh, also contributing, but you know we're still expecting better. I mean, it'd be nice to see Matt Olsen figure things out pretty darn soon. Although you know, even he contributed today with that walk. So uh, yeah, I'm feeling really good about this uh, about this upcoming series. As for the starting pitchers, yeah, definitely you got to go with Bassett the first game. Um, second one, uh, I'm not sure. You know, uh, that's it, tough. Maybe maybe Montas. You know, he's he's actually looking pretty good these days back closer to what he used to be, uh, you know, last year. Um, and then, you know, if we were up 2-0, maybe, maybe we throw up Luzardo in the third game because we can afford to lose that game. And, I, you know, you hate to see him brought in like if, if it happens to go 5, right? Um, or it could be Manaya in the second, then bring back uh, Montas maybe in the fourth. And uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll, depending on, uh, I, I don't know, the how much time there is between the first and the potential fifth? Oh, wait a minute. There's no t- days off. There's right? no
6: days off. But, but see, see, that's what no scares me. Off. Is we yeah, haven't yeah. we haven't seen Manaya since what yeah. game one of the Dodgers series? I mean, he's yeah. just going to be yeah. on ice for a couple weeks, and it's like that's not good for a starting yeah. pitcher, especially these guys. It's not like we're saying mm-hmm. they just pitched a 162 game season. They've only pitched two months. Right. These guys have been peaking.
17: Right. Right. But, you know, last year when they brought him up from the minors, um, of course, he was pitching in the minors, you know, I mean, he was getting ready for the season. I guess they brought him up in September, as I remember. But he was uh, he was he was sharp right from the get go. So I don't know that I'm really worried. I mean, uh, that. Yeah, you're right. It can be a factor, but but you got to pitch him. I mean, at some yeah. point, he's he's probably going well, to have to. Well, he's going to throw, this, no yeah.
6: doubt. Hey, Gene, really? I got so yeah. many calls I got to get to. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, we got to move on. But yeah, that's the only thing that worries me is, you know, today's Thursday. When did that series start at Dodger Stadium? That start Tuesday or Wednesday? I'm sorry, folks. Everything's like Groundhog Day. Uh <laughs> it's just. The way this world is working these days, every day just absolutely runs together, and just gonna look at the schedule. So, Mania last pitched. What was that? The first game at Dodger Stadium? That would have been the twenty-second. I mean, and now he potentially because I'm going Bass at one. I, I I'm sorry. I'm going with I'm going with a number one. Um Sorry, I'm, to my, I'm trying to go through the uh, schedule here. Dodger State, this app is terrible. So we're looking at well over a week since you know, Montas went in game one. So did he go in game two at Dodger Stadium? I don't know. I'll figure it out. Let's get to a call. Let's go to uh, Greg in San Luis Obispo. Greg, you are on the A's Clubhouse show. Greg, are you there? I'm here, Tony, What's cracking, brother? <laughs> you tell me how you feeling. Uh, a couple days ago, you were doom and gloom about to jump off the bridge.
12: <laughs> I was expecting that. I <laughs> You gotta take it on the chin. You team wanted, wanted everybody yeah.
6: fired. This organization <laughs> needs changes. Gotta get rid of me. Gotta get rid of Melvin. Gotta get rid of the <laughs> no. players. Throw Billy Bean no, out. No, no. Throw David Forrest no, no, out. No, no, no. Oh, no, you no, were no. you were you wanted this thing. You wanted rebuild. You need to come no. eat some crow after this victory.
12: Fair enough, but in my defense. if if you go back and listen to the phone call, all I said was when did they have the discussion? That's all I said. I didn't say fire. I didn't say any of that. I didn't make the case. I I didn't make the case, but if you go back and listen, like I did, it it wasn't as doom and gloom as you're making it out to be. I've been a Billy bean guy since day one. So, but you're right. I got to eat some crow. You know, I I was, I was pushing for fires and you know, one could say, you know, maybe, maybe that didn't work out so good, but you know what? At the end of the day, I'm an ACE fan. And, um, you know, I, I think out of everybody I'm probably happiest for is Bob Melvin because if you follow MLB.com, he was getting cr- just killed yesterday after bringing in Hendricks and, and, and using him up for 50 pitches. He was getting absolutely murdered. So if you want to say anything, County, I'm probably the happiest in the world, you know, for obviously me running my mouth. I couldn't be happier for Bob Melvin because he's a great guy. I never once said he's a bad manager. Um, I have questioned his postseason success, and I think that's a fair question to ask. But you know what? None of that matters now. None of that nope. matters now because the one thing we can say is this club is resilient. I mean, we always say stats. We pick on guys. I pick on guys. Bob Melvin this, you know, Matt Olson that. This club, never, they never say die. And I don't think that's a fact that can be debated.
6: No, a, and, and normally we will talk a while, but I got a ton of people who want to talk. So thank you for calling <laughs> in. Enjoy this one, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Brother, thank you. And I agree. Bassett, game one. Game one. Bassett's got to go game one. You throw your best pitcher out there game one. By the way, Mania went in the win uh, on the 23rd at Dodger Stadium. So if I'm going Bassett game one against the Astros on the 5th of October, which is Monday, if I don't pitch, if I pitch Mania on that day, that'll be 13 days he's been off. So the more you push him back, if he goes game three, that's 14 days off. If he goes game four, you know, 15 days. You know, the thing about Montas is now that he's pitched Sunday and now he's pitched Thursday, he can maybe a little breather. But you're going to have to get Minai on the mound. I don't want him off for two weeks. That's not healthy for a starting pitcher. And what do you do? It? Where do you put Lazardo? Because if you've been following this show, I've been trying to put down the expectations a little bit because I've had multiple people come on AceCast Cast Live and say that he's great, say that he's the best pitcher on the staff. And I'm like, we got to pump the brakes. Guy's got a 5 ERA in the month of September. I love him. I think he's going to be special. But right now, he's not elite. He's not great. Let's let him work into that. I think we're looking at stuff and equating that with pitching. He's a tremendous thrower. He's not a pitcher yet. And we can't call anybody great with a 5 ERA at this point in the month of September. And the last couple outings, he's faced good lineups. Dodgers, White Sox, and the stuff didn't fool him at all he's gonna pitch I just don't know when and I, I I don't know if I'm like ready to really tackle that probably tomorrow on Ace cast live at three o'clock we'll be on at three um I gotta I just know this it's a simple answer who are you throwing game one and yeah I don't even have to think about it I'm throwing arguably the best pitcher in the American League right now Bieber's out And he got lit up. Cole's pretty good, but he hasn't been thrown as good as Bassett. Chris Bassett right now is the best starter in the American League. Right now. And I'm throwing him game one. And it might be one of those deals. You know, he'll have three days rest after that. If it goes to game five, I don't know if you start him. I don't know if you bring him in. But that game five, if if Houston goes five, it's going to be all hands on deck the way Frankie came in today. Wow, we got a lot of calls to get to. Uh, <laughs> I and by the way, I appreciate everybody calling in. Let's go to uh, let's go to Butch in West Virginia. Butch in West Virginia, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show.
13: Hey, Chris, thanks for having me on.
6: No problem. Long time,
13: A's. Long-time A's fan here in West Virginia. Over, I'm about an hour south of Pittsburgh, so my coverage is very limited here. <laughs> but I just want to let you know I was sweating that out. Fourth inning, 3 nothing. I'm like, we need a big hit. Boom, there goes Murph. That changed the entire complexion of that game.
6: All I could think was I'm not ready for it to end. Kind of remind oh. me a lot of, like, 2012. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not ready to say goodbye. I'm not ready. It's just with this team and with this season and what everybody has been through. I, I'm not ready. I'm. I, I know you, the fans, are not ready. I'm not ready. Oh, no. I don't think Bob Melvin's ready. I don't think. I don't think Forrest and Bean. I don't think uh, the coaching side. No one's ready to say goodbye yet. There, there's a lot more to be done. That
13: that home run that, that that if if Mark don't hit that home run, let's say he strikes out, and we go with that, that four run, you know, that four run inning doesn't happen, of course, but it, it just it changed the entire complexion of that game, and not to mention Pender's game winner. But
18: it, you know,
13: living as close to Pittsburgh as I do, and I'm also a Pirates fan, by the way, you know, I've got to suffer through that mediocrity and just that's a that's embarrassment a hot, of baseball. Ever. That's a it, hot it, mess
6: it, there in Pittsburgh.
13: <laughs> it's a hot mess. I've been an A's fan since the 70s. So, uh, you, you know, I follow them on, you know, I get to watch them on MLB Network every once in a blue moon, ESPN when they show them. So I listen to you guys through XM. I listen to the clubhouse show nightly. First time caller, first time I've ever picked up the phone and called. But I just felt like, Man, this is great. This exercised all kinds of demons from Jeremy Giambi getting tagged out on the Jeter flip play to, to you know, all kinds of stuff. Just it just um, just a good feeling. But I'll, uh, I know you got a bunch of callers, but you guys have been talking about the pitching rotation. I think no question you go, Bassett. And I think game two is Mania. But let me ask you a question. Himes has been catching Manaya, and he's been turning around pitching well lately. Do you catch Heim and D.H. Murph? Do you use up your catchers, the D.H., or do you keep Murph in there to catch Mania?
6: That's interesting. I haven't thought about that.
13: Because Mania's been thrown well with Heim behind the dish, so do you
6: – yeah,
13: that's a – I think you got to throw – if you're going to throw – got to throw Mania because it's a five-game – It's a. well, you don't have to throw Mania, I guess, but – You're going to use all five starters if it goes five.
6: Yeah, that's why I I keep. I keep keep saying how long you going to keep an eye on ice. I mean that scares me. Well, you can't
13: if if he's been over a week. If you're going to throw him, it's going to have to be game two. It's almost. I mean, wait another day for three. I you know you come back with a zardo in three. I guess.
6: I mean, what today's Thursday? I don't know what their travel plans are. I'll find out more tomorrow. It's almost like he's got to I – mean, he's got to throw to some hitters. If they're going to have, like, yeah. a workout at Dodger Stadium on Saturday, it's almost like – and I don't know if there's time to do that. I don't know what the time limit is. You know, with COVID, uh, the rules of Major League Baseball, how long they're going to allow them to practice. But, you know, having a pitcher not pitch for two weeks and not yeah, seeing hitters I'm for two of. weeks, yeah, you can, you can throw only so many bullpens. I mean, that – and that's the thing is you don't want Maniah to go out there – and just be completely uncomfortable because he hasn't been playing. And thank you for the phone call. Don't be a stranger. Keep calling from West Virginia. I appreciate You guys do a great job. Let's go. Let's beat the Astros. Yeah, let's do that. Let's go to Daniel in Fremont. Daniel in Fremont, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Daniel, are you there? Yes, sir. Go ahead, Daniel.
1: Yes, sir. I'm here. Oh, what's up, Townsend?
6: What's happening?
1: Uh, nothing much, nothing much. Um, I just want to point out, um, you met my dad at opening day against the Angels. Really? Yes. Do you remember, like, all those U-Haul walkers? Like, oh, yeah, we all walk at the U-Haul across the street.
6: <laughs> yeah, I do remember that, yeah.
1: One of the guys who took a picture with you was my dad.
6: Oh, that's cool.
1: Yep. So um, I just wanted to come in and talk about the pitching because, you know, it was clutch as it has been all year. And um, I just, uh, I, I was just like, I told my dad this today because he's like, you know, Digman walks a lot of guys and he gets a lot of hits and he's a little wild. I'm like, yeah, but he does his job. He puts zeros in the half corner and really as a believer, That's all you have to do.
6: That's the name of the game. Um, yeah, I mean,
1: like, because I was a pitcher in Little League, and, yeah, you know, it's Little League. I get it. But I knew my job was to, as a starting pitcher, was to go as long as the rules would allow me and just minimize the damage.
6: Yeah, he's had uh, other than giving up the, you know, he gave up the run at Dodger Stadium. I mean, the year has been impeccable. I mean, he really, I mean, to think to go that deep into September and not have an ERA. I know it's only sixty games. I don't care. Diekman's had an incredible year, and every single time we talk to Liam Hendricks, Liam Hendricks references how good because we always want to say how good Liam has been this year. Uh, he always makes assie. sure to get Diekman in there.
1: The angry Aussie, he was amazing.
6: How about that? After 49 pitches you know, the, the day ang- before. You know, the
1: angry Aussie gives up a base hit. We're like, oh boy, here we go. Come on, Liam. You know, <laughs> we need you, man. He, it's like one, two, three, goodbye. And he's like,
9: yeah. He's
1: like, a, he's like you know, like, you know, the angry, oh, Hendrick Smith. Ah!
6: Yeah, he's great. Mad. I love how you're fired up. Thank you for the phone call, Daniel. You be well. Let's go to uh Sheila in Oakland. Sheila, you are now on the A's Clubhouse show. Andrew. Sheila. Hello? Yeah, turn down yeah. your turn turn down the A's cast in the background I got for it. me.
19: I've got it. I've got it.
6: Go ahead. Um
19: so I am the blind busker of BART and I have not been able to play or sing since COVID, except in like open mics in other places. But I have played many a time at the Coliseum when the A's were playing. And so at the beginning, at start time, I would play celebration um, to give them some magic and mojo. And the, um, so when Ken and Ray were, finishing up the broadcast as the game, right after the game ended, I was dancing around in my kitchen when they were playing cool and the gang on the thingy. But what I, the very first thing that you said when you came on today was um, that we were out from under the cloud of all these icky things. So I thought I would go, I can see clearly now the smoke is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. Gone are the dark clouds that had me blind. It's going to be a bright, sunshiny day. You just
6: really made me... You just made me feel better. (laughs) That was beautiful.
19: I miss singing. I miss being – there was one game I was at last year, and I had gotten there at just the right time, and I was watching on at-bat as I came in, and um, the A's won. And so I very quickly went from at-bat to my, um, you know, my song list – and I popped cool in the gang. And, um, cause I, I sing with the karaoke's, and, um, I got it going just as everybody was pouring out of the Coliseum and it was this this crazy cool energy. And so I just want to send some of that raw into this now and, and push them in through the, um, into the – it's time to kick some Astro ramp and uh, get on to the next thing after
6: that. I'll tell you this. After every playoff win, I want you to call and sing to me.
19: <laughs> I can do that. All right. I, um, one thing I want to say, though, is it was really hard to find the A's cast. I found it on iHeartRadio, but I had to go, like, through three back doors to find it. So – Make sure that you're um, during the A's games. You actually say that it's on iHeart too, because my my FM radio sucks. So I have to use my phone for
6: everything. Or 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 you, or you can hurt, just. I'm sorry about that. On your phone or your computer, just go to athletics.com slash A's cast.
19: Yeah, I could, but I like the apps because they get out of the way. I don't I don't use my screen. I'm totally blind, so okay. I I like things that. Get out of the way and get out of the way and let me play.
6: Yeah, I hear you. All right, I expect to hear from you after every win.
19: All right, I'll do it. I'll be there. Have a great day. I'll see you later.
6: Oh, the A's family is out and strong after the A's move on with a 6-4 to victory over the Chicago White Sox. And a lot of respect for the Chicago White Sox. Those guys are good, and those guys played hard, and those guys at the end of their game, game after, you know, game number 60, they had they didn't know where they were going. Like. The Twins had to lose for them to realize, oh, we're getting on a plane and going to Oakland. They didn't know they were going to Oakland. And then to show up and play like they did, I got a lot of respect. We'll continue with your phone calls. We'll end up hearing from Bob Melvin and some players. This is the A's Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you.
15: The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See your Northern California Lexus dealer.
0: Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use.
14: Dealing with a toddler can be tough. Okay, really tough. Now imagine that toddler at your doctor's appointment with you, the same toddler that hugs everyone he sees. Now imagine being able to see your doctor live, in person, from the comfort of your living room. Video visits with your doctor with no copay. Another way Kaiser Permanente brings you quality care so you can thrive. Learn more at kp.org. Appointments is available and appropriate. Some plans may require cost sharing. In business, things move quickly. You have to be ready to shift, pivot, adapt, then do it all over again. Comcast Business gives you fast, reliable internet on the nation's largest gig speed network. And now, ask how to get fast shipping with Amazon Business Prime Essentials. Whoa, that was fast. So no matter what comes next, you can do more than bounce back you can bounce forward. Offer ends 10-25-20, restrictions apply. Requires qualifying Comcast Business Service. New Amazon Business Prime essential members only.
8: NBC Sports California, your home for postseason baseball as the A's battle their way through October. Join Brody Brazil and Dave Stewart as we follow the A's every step of the way with A's pre-game and post-game live. Before and after every postseason game wherever you are. Get all the latest October Quest details, game recaps, features, videos, and more by downloading the My Teams app and going to NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics. NBC Sports California is your home for Oakland A's baseball. Looking to stay up to date on all things
6: A's? Let's go to Andrea in Berkeley, my astrologer. Andrea, they did it. Yes, they sure
20: did, my friend. How are you?
6: I'm doing well. You said there was some special moon that was gonna be good for them, and that moon worked.
20: Yes, it was the full full harvest moon, and guess what? The A's finally got a harvest.
6: (laughs) Finally, my God.
20: Yes, so nice work as they advance on to the division series.
6: I mean, you, you talk about you talk about a, a group of guys that needed to break a spell, right? The boogeyman's been hanging yes. around for far too long.
20: Yes, good way to put it. And even better, they get to play the Houston Asterix. And, you know, there's some karma there, too. What goes around comes around. So that should be quite uh, revealing. That starts on Monday, right?
6: That's right. Is there something like that's real about like bad karma hanging around you and you just got to finally shake it?
20: Yeah. I mean, energy karma is real. You do the crime, you do the time. So the Houston Asterix, I I hope, you know, maybe the A's can rent another plane and do the Asterix thing. That was kind of cool. And, uh, yeah, that, that should be, you know, quite exciting. And it was just great to have them advance and, uh, you know, move on and now face the asterisks. I mean, it couldn't get more exciting than that.
6: Yeah, and the thing that I like about this series, it's what Bob Melvin told us on the Bob Melvin Show, is that they know these guys so well that they don't even really need to have advance meetings. I mean, they, they –
20: They know each
6: other, so it's like the White Sox. They had to like totally research, and you got to get some data and video, and you know they hadn't seen the White Sox. But uh, good point. You know the Astros so well, it's like yeah, we, we we know exactly what they have to offer. They know us, we know them, kind of thing.
20: Right. It's like been there, done that. Yeah. And they don't have Verlander. Yeah. No. This is this will be, you know, quite an exciting. Uh, series, and I'm just so glad that the A's are moving on, and it's just so much more emotional on the full moon, so I totally understand, especially being a Pisces, another water sign, and the full moon, we're ruled by the moon, ruled by the tide, so we do feel emotions more intensely and situations more intensely, so this was a sigh of relief and a blessing from the baseball gods and goddesses on the full moon, and it's once in a blue moon, because guess what, October 31st, Halloween is another full moon this month.
6: We ride the tide to Los Angeles.
20: Indeed, my friend. Indeed.
6: Great stuff. I'll talk to you on Monday. Yes,
20: thanks, Tony.
6: Take good care. Let's go to Joseph in Oakland. Joseph, you're on the A's Clubhouse show presented by Budweiser. Joseph, are you there? I am. How's it going, man? It's going wonderful. You kidding me? Yeah. I just want to call in
12: and say uh, thanks for guiding us through this whole year, man. Been listening to you since uh, back in the old 860 days, and it's been a it's been a heck of a ride these last you know, I mean shoot, I just saw today it's the first series we've won since 2006, and I had to do a double take, you know, just like it's been that long, and uh, you know all the heartbreak in the postseason, you know, I know we can talk about you know next next series in Houston and all that, but you know just for one night, just got to step back and kind of appreciate you know appreciate the good you know, the good work and the good news and just, you know, what the A's been able to provide for us all, you know, in a heck of a year.
6: Yeah, you know, that's, a little, that's it's a good call. We,
13: we,
6: we, we all need to step back and enjoy because, let's face it, uh, there's been a lot of people critical of these guys because they hadn't got it done the postseason. And there was the talk of, well, I don't care that you just get there anymore. You got to win when you get there. Well, they've now won. They've now won a series – now they're moving on to take on the Astros. I, I mean, what matters most is that these guys sit back, reflect, enjoy, but realize on Monday their hated enemy is going to be in the other dugout, and it's time—it's time to go down there and, and knock those guys out.
12: Absolutely, I think it's only fitting that we had to go through Houston at some point or another. So, looking forward to it, and uh, thanks for all you do, man. I'll let you go. Uh, let you get through the get you good. Yeah, let you get through the list, man. Have
6: a good night. Hey, thanks for the kind words. I truly appreciate it. I yeah, that's the, that's the thing is, is this is perfect. You know, it's, this is not another series where man, we don't know these guys. These guys are in the East, or these guys are in the Central. We didn't play them. Baseball players are creatures of habit. I can't say it enough. And that's the good thing is I. You know everything about that. You know what makes them tick. You know them. They know you. There's no secrets. There, they, you, you don't have to look at video. You don't have to look at numbers. You know, you know the deal. I like that. And 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 the same things in the other series. I mean, you want to talk about two teams that now that really don't like each other. I mean, they, they are uh, both these series, there were prote- there were potential brawls. When, by the way. In the COVID-19, 2020 year, Major League Baseball went, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. This is not going to happen. And benches cleared in both of these series with these teams. So the bottom line is, A's don't like the Astros. Rays don't like the Yankees. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. Yeah, there was a big thing. You do not get in umpires' faces. You do not come in contact with the other team. I mean, they were saying, "Yeah, that's." There's a reason why Ramon got suspended. There's a reason why people got suspended. They were they were serious about it. Guys were trying to get through a season. COVID-19. You got to cool it, and that's tough for these young guys with the testosterone flowing. But it, it's, you know, it's it's real. Let's go to Chris and Fremont. Chris, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Thank you, back Chris, are you there? Uncle County. Yeah, go ahead. What's up, Uncle County? I'm doing great. How about hey, you? Man. man, I'm riding high
18: right now, bro. Let me tell you, I just want to put something out there. that Anybody that is downing Bob Melvin, I'm sure you've heard it today. I think that it was just nonsense from the jump. This team would be nothing without him. You look at guys like Robbie Grossman, you know, the move to put Pinder in today. I mean, we would be... We wouldn't be where we are without Bob Melvin, and like any ASAN that's trying to like trash him, I think you just need to reevaluate what you're thinking, man. I just
6: bring on the Astros. I love it. Let's go. Bring it on. It's like a prize fight. It's like it's uh, it's like a trilogy.
18: Oh man, and you know, just with Car- uh, Correa's-, Correa's comments yesterday. You know, saying like, oh, where are the haters at now or whatever? It's like, that doesn't change what you did in 2017, you know, when you guys were banging trash cans and blowing whistles or whatever you guys were doing. But now the tables have turned. Now you got an A team that is hungry. And like Liam Hendricks said in the, the uh, post game, that they're determined to prove that they're the best in the West no matter what. So, you know, hold on to your butts because it's going to be a fight.
6: Hey, I'll say this. Uh, when Correa says, where are the haters at? Don't worry, they're coming to L.A., and they're coming for you. They're about to get on a plane, and they're going to arrive at LAX, and I don't know where they're staying, but don't worry. The haters are coming to Dodger Stadium, and they're going to look you right in the face and say, let's go. So you, so you, you, you want to pop off? All right, we'll see. You got five games. Appreciate the phone call, and I mean that. Yeah, where are the haters at? Oh don't worry, they're coming. Tough guy. They're coming. And uh Verlander had Tommy John surgery. It's October. Twelve to fourteen months. More, especially for his age, more like fourteen months. There's gonna be no Verlander next year. I understand Correa's got Correa's got, you know. He's got pride. You know, he's the one guy, at least he's the one still fighting. Because you asked privately some of the broadcasters that they have there with the Astros, guys that are former players, and some of their players kind of went into a little bit of a shell. That guy didn't. Altuve, Bregman, hmm. Kind of a different deal. We're going to Riverton, Utah? David, you're calling from Utah. You're on the A's Clubhouse oh, show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Love it. Is it snowing? How, how's the weather there? <laughs> uh, the weather's uh,
21: very mild lately, which is uh, which is nice. Good, good. I'm enjoying it. What hey, do you got I, for I you? have to say, ever, ever since you guys switched, uh, I can now get A's cast anytime I want, uh, once you switched over to Bloomberg Radio and iHeartRadio, which I want to say a very uh, sincere thank you for, because now I get to listen to pre- and post-game whenever I want. That's awesome. But I was just calling because I I absolutely loved, I feel like the, the A's got the monkey off their back, and I kept telling them, my friends at school that, sorry, school, why did I say school? <laughs> My my friends at work, I kept telling them that uh, they had to win one for Mark McGuire because today's his birthday.
6: If that's what it takes, love it.
21: Yeah, but uh, but I'm I'm glad I got to be on. I'm glad the A's won, and man, I just uh, am really excited.
6: Yeah, it's exciting times. You know, if it would have been something different, I can't imagine how depressing the show would have been today. And I'm tired of doing those shows because I've done those shows for years now. And uh, I, I'm just glad the old the the bad cloud or the boogeyman or whatever you want to call it the bad juju. I'm just glad it's gone. And get this team on a plane and let's get it on with the Astros.
21: Oh man, I and and this is and the way that they've played this year. Not only is the whole country going to be pulling for these, A's, but I definitely believe that they can deliver too and uh, get them out.
6: Yeah, that's why it sucks that there's going to be no fans because, you know, down in Los Angeles, the Angels hate them, the Dodgers hate them, everybody is going to be an A's fan for this series. There is nobody, let me tell you, there is nobody in Major League Baseball who likes these guys. They all view them like whenever something happens, they always go, "That's so Astros." Uh, they are not well liked in the and, and, and it goes top to bottom. They don't like their scouts. They don't. N- nobody likes this franchise at all. Things haven't changed. So there's going to be 29 teams rooting for the A's down in L.A. Oh man,
21: yeah, it, it's it's going to be good. Two two great series. This is great uh, postseason baseball.
6: Good stuff, David. Thank you for the phone call. Let's go to Brett and Healdsburg. Brett, you are on the A's Clubhouse Show. Go ahead, Brett. County. Yeah. Woo.
22: Man, uh, I am going to be honest. I just I called in just to hear that hold music because I need to calm down. But uh, it didn't like you're, work. Like you were I'm stuck in an, an elevator. <laughs> Oh, I loved it, dude. I'm finally calming down now. Put an absolute D-minus effort work at work here. But, you know, that's how it goes when the A's are in elimination games, So, uh, I'm up here. I'm sorry. I'm cleaning a wine tank right now. But can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, we finally got a game in which Bo Mel didn't outthink himself. And what do you know? The opposing skipper did just that, putting that rookie in that situation. I mean, the the past two years, it's just been hard to watch. Trying to go with the bullpen in 18, and then in 19, going with Manaya, And then, you know, I, I wanted fires, and he got out there. And, you know, even though it wasn't a stellar effort, it was still, I mean, it was enough to just keep the game going and just find your spots to win. That's what we did. Man. You're
6: cleaning but, a wine tank right now.
22: Yeah, I work at a wine cellar up here in Healdsburg. It's, uh, uh, I mean, there's not much to say. It's it's slow this harvest, to say the least. Kind of, a, kind of a sad situation, but you know that's how it is, I guess.
6: Well, uh, I gotta tell you, hopefully the A's make you feel better because I know during these. Uh, trying times that at least uh, for a lot of us, you know, we've been stuck in our homes. At least we can watch some really good baseball. And the A's continue to carry us and they're going to carry us next week. And then hopefully after that, carry us all the way into San Diego for the ALCS.
22: Oh, of course. I mean, that's what I'm planning on here. I got it streaming at work. People know not to come up and talk to me. They know I'm dialed in. Okay. And, um, I mean, it, it's just finally to win in that elimination game. Uh, I, I can't wait for Monday, man. Take on those Astros. Emphasis on ass. But you know, it's uh, I think it's the way it's it's supposed to be there.
6: Hey, appreciate the phone call. We'll talk to you during the play the rest of the yeah. playoffs. Hey, I'll get I'll get you some wine, Townie, Okay, you're first on my list. I I, I I'm in. I'm not afraid. <laughs> Oh, man, good times. Really good times. Stressful. No doubt stressful. I can't remember the last time I was that stressed. Like, I don't need that kind of stress. Can we just get a blowout win one time? One time. I had this whole thing. It was Jason Stark, the Ford C. Frick Award one. No, he's not Ford C. Frick. He's uh, whatever the uh, Hall of Fame is for writers. uh. Long, long, long time uh, calmness out of uh, out of Philly. He had this whole thing about how bad the A's have been with runners in scoring position. And I, I'm so glad I'm not even gonna bring that up. We don't even need to bring it up. But maybe you start hitting with the runners in scoring position, and it would be nice. It would be nice to uh, have a laugher every once in a while. Let's go to Trey and Hayward. Trey, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Go ahead, Trey.
23: Tony, what's going on, man? First time calling, long-time listener. Awesome. uh, Tony, I think I was a lot like you today, Tony. I was pacing around the house all day, uh, standing up, watching the game all game. I think I took a couple shots of Patron uh, to calm my nerves, man. But um, to me, I, I think today's game was a lot more important just for the A's not only to win this game and move on, but hopefully now the A's can finally get some recognition here in the Bay Area as far as getting a little popularity. You know, we all know the Giants run the Bay Area. They get all the attention here. But right now with the A's winning and moving on, now we can start getting some attention. Because right now, to me, this is a team right now that can have about a three- or four-year run, you know, and they can try to take some attention back from that team across the Bay because the Giants aren't going to be any good for another three or four years, you know, and, and believe it or not, there's a lot of A's fans out here. Unfortunately, we just haven't had much to cheer about when the postseason came by. So now it's just like, we can move forward. I have a lot of confidence against the Astros next round. And if the A's can make it to the ALCS, you know, that that's going to be something that, that we can all celebrate, you know, and, and moving forward, you know, All these A's fans out here, you know, me and my buddies, we take a road trip every year. We went to Chicago last year. We couldn't believe how many A's fans were at Wrigley. And then they played the Friday afternoon game at Comiskey, and it was a ton of A's fans there. The year before that, we went to San Diego. It was a ton of A's fans down there. So it's just now we can start rallying up, having something to cheer about, maybe getting some national recognition and getting a little bit more recognition here in the Bay, and hopefully we can move forward. But I'm I'm really getting excited about this Astros series. Uh, it's something that I'm, I didn't really want the Astros in the first round. I'm, I'll be the first to admit, I wanted Chicago. But then, you know, because I think the Astros, even though they were cheating, they still have that postseason DNA. I mean, they've been to the postseason four straight years, they've been to two World Series and 1-1 with an asterisk on it, but they still have that postseason DNA. So that's why I wanted them, I, I wanted no part of them in the first round. But now we got the matchup. You know, I think the A's have the confidence. We've beaten Houston seven out of 10 this year. I think we're going to be ready for them this year uh, in, in the playoffs starting on Monday. And hey, that's, that's hey all Trey, I got, can I things. ask
6: you a question? Absolutely. The only place you need to go for your A's coverage is A's cast and A's cast live.
23: Absolutely. Because Absolutely. everybody else, when, yeah. when you
6: say you want other people in the Bay Area, it's just going to be fake. They don't watch A's no, games. They don't follow A's I games. They don't. They don't interview I, players. I they, don't. they don't interview the GM. They don't interview the manager. They're just going to be faking it. That's why we left. I know they do. That you don't need those people. Those people that it's not. I'm telling you right now. Any now that people oh the A's are moving on. Let's have A's players. And of course the A's are going to provide players. These people haven't been watching. They don't know the team. They no, don't they know the players. No, they're they're faking you. it. Fake you. it till you make it.
23: I hear you. I hear you. I hear you, Tony. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I've I've listened to you pretty much all year, you know, it, you know, most of the times I'm out of town, you know, but, uh, I got my iPad with me and, and when I get in late, you know, I, I turn you guys on, you know, but, uh, you know, I, we, we got, I got you on pretty much, uh, every day. So, I mean, it's basically, I'm looking forward to the Astros series and, and, you know, hopefully we can, uh, Move on. Yankees are, are the Rays. It doesn't matter. But, uh, you know, first things first, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this Astros series.
6: Thank you, Trey. Appreciate it. Let's go to Roger in Berkeley. Roger, you are on the A's Clubhouse show presented by Budweiser. Go ahead, Roger. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Chris? Um, I just wanted to say real quick
24: while I mute my radio, if you want to listen to the radio, because I call all the time, a lot of us do, just get another device or, you know, we all got a, a bunch of devices and I watch on my uh, TV and then I'll call you so I can listen to last caller. And it's totally like fake it. Like those were fake fans, Chris, like we don't need those fans. You know, they when, this is the only show. And there's a, a couple things online that really get into nitty gritty baseball of the A's. You know, everybody wants to talk about sewage problems. Oh, the attendance. you know, it's like, those are all like, we don't care about that. There are a hardcore segment of fans. We really like to get into the to the real, to the real, real. You know the A's, and it's like you're right. Like that's not what other people want to talk about. They want to always disrespect us and all that. And um, I just want to talk about the Astros real quick. You're you're dead on about keeping the starters on time because Astros Dusty Baker. You know he knows what he's doing. He threw all his guys. He pulled Greinke after one uh, run, and he got in his next guy. Uh, I think Valdez and everybody was complimenting him. Valdez did great. He finished out the game. And then Urquidy got in on the on the next game. So he only had two games, but he got all his starters in, you know, and he got a long rest. He didn't they didn't play today. So that's all things to consider. You're totally right about the keeping guys on time. I like um like you said, Montaz, he got in there, he got some good work. You know, a minor looked really good in his last start. I know he's not gonna get a start necessarily but fires deserves another chance. I'm not ready. I'm not going to, just like with Bob Melvin. I mean, all these guys jumping off the ship, it's like fires. I, yeah. He came in, he he wasn't good. You know, he got a quick hook that guy Dunning. He got the quickest hook. And then that was crazy to see all the managers, all the pitching coaches, all the trainers for the white. They It was like a revolving door. They kept walking up, walking down. That game took five hours, Chris. They were going up and down and up. It was a crazy game. So I want to let you get to your other callers. Thanks so much um, for the whole year, Chris.
6: Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, why listen to other people? Oh, they want to have people on when oh they're not going to pay the minor leaguers. Let, let's get a guess. It's negative. We can rip the A's. Why would you listen to that? Why would you listen? You know, go back, go back to LeBron James. Go back to the, you know kissing Jimmy G's behind uh, at Niners, Niners, Niners. Niners. Yeah, go go back to football. These people don't know baseball. None of them do. I'm telling you, very, very, very few even watch it. Go back to your NBA. Talk about the Miami Heat. A's Cast gives you everything you need, and A's Cast Live talks to. We talk. We have more national baseball guests with one show. We compared a Serious XM MLB channel. That's how good Commander Cody is. We talk to everybody in baseball. It's a national show with a slant on the A's. They don't talk baseball. They don't go to, you know, no one's going to games this year, but those people don't go to big games. They don't watch. They just pick and choose, and they, oh, we're going to stay with the hot topics. They don't know their head from their you-know-what when it comes to baseball. Trust me, I've worked at both sports stations in the Bay Area. I know. You think any of them are watching baseball right now? Come on. Let's go to, uh, we'll do our last call here with Dave in Nashville. Dave, you're going to be our last caller today here on the Ace Clubhouse Show.
25: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. Am I on, my friend? Yes,
6: you are. Go ahead.
25: I want to thank you so much for the summer back in June, May. I'm a school teacher. I've been at home, remote learning, and and you were one of the only people in the baseball media who kept the spirits up. There were so many doom and gloomers, including people in the A's media, who had us convinced this is not going to happen. You were a a beacon of positivity, and it meant a lot. Uh, I had a comment and a question. All this A's can't win the elimination game. Tony, go back and look who they went up against starting pitching-wise. Verlander against Jared Parker, for God's sakes. Charlie Morton. Uh, uh, one year it was Pedro Martinez, Roger Clemens, Verlander a second time. It, with the exception of the Lester and maybe the uh, Brad Radke and Mulder, even the great big three, they were going against Hall of Fame pitchers. Today, that wasn't an issue, and that's I think, was a key difference between this one and some of the other elimination games. And my only question is, is the format going to be we bat we bat last, the first two games, like the usual, like 2-2-1, two, two, like the Astros will be the home team in the third and fourth game and in the eighth the fifth game. Is that how it will work?
6: That's a great question. I, I'm assuming so. I mean, you're not going to be – even though you're the higher seed, I can't imagine that you're going to get the last at-bat every game. So, I mean, I'll, I'll – you know that you ask that I, I I'll go find out, but I, I it's got to be that way. But I but I think with COVID nineteen, they're basically gonna say you stay in one clubhouse, you stay in the other. So like right. down down in Petco, whether it's the home or visiting, they're gonna say okay, Rays, you're here, Yankees are here. You're not gonna be flip flopping right. when you. – I mean, if they did that, that'd be dumb. I would I would keep one team in one clubhouse, whether you're the home or away team. I mean, because in the end, you know, to get to the World Series, everybody's got to stay safe. So I think you have to. I I believe it's that way. I haven't really asked that question. I'll have that answer. But I believe, yeah, the A's should be the home team first two, Astros the next two, and if there is a Game Five, it should be the A's. But keep everybody in the same clubhouse. Do not move a thing.
25: I agree. Do you think they'll let them maybe take a a bus trip, give them one day at the beach or some sort of isolated, or is this going to be hotel quarantine four or five days?
6: Yeah, this is – you're going to go down to Los Angeles. You're going to have the the family that's in the bubble, and you're going to be in the hotel. They're going to have, like, a restaurant at the hotel that you can eat at, um, and it's just going to be hotel, ballpark, back. You can't be – This is not going to be we're we're going to be sightseeing down in Los Angeles. This is going to be what they call a business trip. And it's going to be all about baseball.
25: Once again, thank you for all your positivity this summer when it looked like there would be no season. You kept my spirits up big time. I really appreciate. And I also appreciate that the out of town people can call in early in the year. I didn't think we could, or I tried and it couldn't work. Thank you so much.
6: No. well, Hey, thank you. my wife's a teacher. I, I know, uh, She's first grade. I know what the struggles you guys are going through. So stay strong through all of this.
25: Love all these, man. Been a big fan for quite a while, and it's just been so great. And, and, and wonderful fans you have calling in. I love the astrologer. I love, I guess she was a street singer in front of a BART. I loved her. Appreciate the great fans.
6: Thank you so much. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a bubble we got to keep everybody safe can't afford to have any positive test and make it happen in LA and San Diego and in Houston and in Arlington and then get to the league championship series and then a world series and then just hope and pray going forward what winter is going to look like into spring And this is no joke for these people. This is really, really tough, being basically locked in a hotel. Especially if you have young kids and you're going to bring the young kids with you. I mean, it's going to help your mentality, I think, no question. It's going to help you mentally as a player to have your family with you. But for the family and young kids and being, you know, what? maybe they love playrooms. Who knows? But eye on the prize, 13 wins for the ring, you need 11 more. That's what it's all about. This journey's been crazy. It's been crazy for all of us. I mean, I, I remember Guy Haberman asked me, when's the last time you haven't been into a baseball game in a year? I don't know, one, two years old? I, I mean, I've been going to baseball games my entire life. i am always at baseball games. I mean, it's very strange. I will not go to a baseball game. Like, I've even thought about, well, what if I go down to L.A.? Or what if, if they go to the World Series? No. The A's is a broadcast team. Uh, the broadcasters are going to be at the Coliseum, and they want me and my staff to be working remotely because we're doing it the right way, and we're going to be safe. I wish I could go to a game. I would, I would pay a lot of money to go to a game right now. I'd pay a lot of money to go to anything. I've been locked in my home studio forever. I'm climbing the walls. I'm sitting here looking at Bob Melvin bobblehead, a Ray Fossey bobblehead, a Josh Reddick, a Chris Davis, a Sean Doolittle, Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, the Jose Canseco. I love Jose. Jose's my guy. The Jose Canseco Rookie of the Year. I'm just looking at bobbleheads. I'd rather be looking at players. All right, coming up next, we're finally going to hear from Bob Melvin. How many times did I have to take calls? Oh, they haven't won a series. They haven't won. All that goes away with a 6-4 victory over the White Sox, and they're now heading to L.A. Bob Melvin next. This is the A's Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you.
14: Some things just go together
5: To reduce the risk of wildfires, PG&E may proactively turn off power when severe weather is forecast. Here are four ways to prepare before a power shutoff. Update your contact information at pge.com mywildfirealerts so we can reach you. Plan for medical needs like medications that need to be refrigerated or devices that require power. Pack or restock your emergency supply kit. Ensure backup power sources are safe to operate. To learn more, visit safetyactioncenter.pge.com.
14: Dealing with a toddler can be tough. Okay, really tough. Now imagine that toddler at your doctor's appointment with you. The same toddler that hugs everyone he sees. Now imagine being able to see your doctor live, in person, from the comfort of your living room. Video visits with your doctor with no copay. Another way Kaiser Permanente brings you quality care so you can thrive. Learn more at KP.org.
23: Appointments is available and appropriate. Some plans may require cost sharing.
12: The Oakland A's stand in solidarity with the black community against racism and injustice. This season is dedicated to championing organizations that serve the needs of Oakland's black community. The A's will work with local nonprofits focused on racial justice, social reform, African-American youth and revitalizing Oakland. To learn more about the A's work in the community, visit athletics.com slash Black Lives Matter.
14: The Lexus
15: NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See your Northern California Lexus dealer.
0: Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of amazon.com Inc or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use.
8: NBC Sports California, your home for postseason baseball as the A's battle their way through October. Join Brody Brazil and Dave Stewart as we follow the A's every step of the way with A's pregame and postgame live, before and after every postseason game, wherever you are. Get all the latest October Quest details, game recaps, features, videos, and more by downloading the My Teams app and going to NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics. NBC Sports California is your home for Oakland A's baseball.
9: You're working from home. So, how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central.
6: You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, brought to you by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. I'm about ready for a Budweiser. Bud, Bud Light, I'm not picky. Bob Melvin. Where the heck would we be without Bob Melvin? I. I whenever I hear people call up and criticize him, I just shake my head and go, God, you really don't know. You have no idea how tough this job is. You have no idea. And there's there's people also in the media who... They're clueless. But Bob is... You ask anybody in the game. Ask the people who actually work in the game of baseball, who actually get paid to work in baseball, what they think of Bob. Milt. He's a special man. We're lucky to have him. Here he is with the media after the 6-4 to four win over the White Sox. We'll
26: start with Susan Slusser.
16: Hi, Bob. Uh, there have been a few playoff disappointments here over the years. Could you describe the emotions, uh, both for you and the team, upon advancing, especially after a close, tense, back-and-forth game and series like that?
10: Yeah, I, I mean, not everybody's been part of all that. So, you know, we've had a couple of tough ones in the last two years. But, you know, the the goal this year was try to get to a – Originally, it was when the division tried to get, you know, the first round off and then get to a a series. So we got to a series, lost the first game and really responded well. So it was it was rewarding. Obviously, we had to do a lot. It was I woke up this morning feeling like this is going to be a hard game. And it was a hard game. We had to use a lot of guys and had to make some uncomfortable decisions at times. But, man, some guys really responded. So they're having a good time in there as they should
16: you guys can't have champagne celebrations how how are they uh celebrating right now what, what's it like in
10: there uh non-champagne so they're i mean they're not spraying anything around or doing anything like that we're we're doing what we've done all year and that's following protocol
4: martin gallegos
10: hey bob what can you say about Hendricks bouncing back like that yesterday and just the bullpen as a whole their effort in, in the nine innings yeah the, i mean Bullpen starters, everybody. So, you know, I, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I talked to him before the game. He felt okay. I, I don't want to ever want anybody to be put in a position to, to be, get hurt. So, as it went along, I did some things a little bit differently. You know, we used Lou in the seventh and Deeks three days in a row and shut it down. And, you know, had a quick conversation with Liam uh, earlier. He said he felt good, wanted to pitch. So, you know, it was easier to just throw sorry out there in the eighth and, and uh, you know, I had him hold back for a little bit to see how Liam felt warming up. But as you saw, there were some 97s and 98s right away. So uh, a lot of guys contributed today. This is a, tr- a true team win.
4: Melissa Lockhart.
16: Um, can you talk about the emotions on the bench after Sean Murphy hit that home run, really kind of turned the, you know, from a big deficit to a game again?
10: There were some some really big hits big everything in that game that swung it back because we're down early. You know, unfortunately, I had to take Mike out, which was really hard to do. Um, Petit is a guy that's been so good in those situations. And that was probably the toughest decision of the day, is taking Mike out right there because it's no sure thing. Abreu's up the whole bit. Um, But, you know, it's – guys – Really responded. Murphy's homer. Now all of a sudden we feel like we're really back in the game. Pinder had an absolutely terrific game too, playing on a bad hammy. Uh, so you know you want your best and toughest players in there in games like that, and and those guys showed up today.
2: Phil
0: Barber.
10: Hey Bob, I'm sure this wasn't uh, the
18: first thing on your mind after that victory, but for you personally. Um, honestly, does this feel like a bit of a weight off your shoulders getting this series win?
10: Um, you know, not necessarily. I, it's, it's, it's all about the team. It's all about the team and the players. There's no individual that has anything that more to play for than anybody else. So, you know, we we all felt the, you know, the the two wild card games. Actually, the last three wild card games. Some of us have been around for all that can feel a little bit more so, but. It's that's the one thing about our group. It's not about one person. It's about the team and the, and the players rule today.
4: Janie McCauley.
20: Bob, you talked when the season, right before the series started, just on Pinder and, and how confident you were in his big bat, even after the injury. And just, I know you just addressed it a little bit, but, but him coming through like that today, just exactly what you envisioned before the series started.
10: Yeah, hard road. You know, you don't get any at bats. You get one game's worth of a couple of bats not playing in the field, and all of a sudden you're thrust into the, you know, playing a position and coming off the bench and doing all the things he normally does. It's not easy to do. And that's when I talk about your best and tough, toughest players, he's one of those guys. So this, this, you know, similar to KD, you know, these guys really ra- rally around those type of guys. So it's, it's, it's not hard to, to really pull for those guys and, and have a lot of faith in them. But it wasn't easy to do because it was such a rush for him at the end to, 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 you know, to be able to play.
12: Shayna Ruben.
16: Your bullpen's been a particularly strong for you throughout the year. What did you think about the, the work that they put in, in this marathon of the game, and, and including Montes?
10: Yeah, I mean, you kind of had a feeling that it was going to be a team win today, and it was even more so. You know, what do we use, nine pitchers or something today, and including a starter, and Frankie was great. The only run he gave up was a ground ball, you know, that found a hole. So, um, yeah, it took everybody today. The guys on the bench were really inspirational. You know, when we were down 3 nothing, they were having nothing to do with feeling sorry for themselves. They were really encouraging the hitters from, you know, every pitch of the game. So, um, yeah, it was great.
6: Bob Melvin. I feel so good for Bob and his staff. I mean, these guys worked hard. I mean, they had to be upbeat. They had to come in every day. Hey, 2020 season, let's rock, boys, because... There are times when players were down. This is rough. Travel around through COVID-19, and then you got social injustice. I mean, you had so much. Stuff. Then the air quality, the fires. I mean, they were so. this was such a heavy, heavy season that weighed on these guys. Somebody had to lead them through it. That was Bob Melvin. Chris Bassett said it best. Without him, we're not winning the division. Because, you know, Bob's got to help these guys mentally on the field and off the field. These aren't robots, these are human beings. And you got to help them. You got to lead them. They got to trust you. Sometimes you got to pat a guy on the back, sometimes you got to kick him in the butt. You got to know how each guy's wired. And especially in a year like this, you could be dealing with a lot of depression. And there, this, is, this is some heavy stuff that all bosses and all walks of life have to deal with. You got to make sure not only that your guys are physically okay, you got to make sure they're mentally okay. And that's where he's the master. How about Liam Hendricks? So ESPN Stats and Info is saying that there are no instances in the postseason where a relief pitcher threw at least 49 pitches and then came back on zero days rest and got a one-inning save since 2000. Can't find one. I told you he'd be back. I mean, they burned him. This guy's a bull. He has told us on Ace Cast Live, I'll pitch every day if I could. Give me the ball. I'm ready to rock. I knew Liam would be out there. Liam Hendricks. <laughs> He's a stud. And here he is after the game with the media.
10: Hey, Liam, uh, what, are, what are your emotions right now after yesterday's outing, being out there for so long, and then getting the ball again and uh, being able to clinch?
26: Uh, yeah, to be honest, I need a nap. Um <laughs> three 12 o'clock games in a row with around 50 pitches yesterday. And then, um, yeah, it's, it, was, uh, it was tough. It's, it's been hot out here. It's been humid. It's been uh, a roller coaster of emotions. But, um, yeah, I was just happy that I was able to kind of redeem myself after yesterday, not putting my best foot forward. And, uh, yeah, we uh, now we've got a couple of days off before we head over to L.A. It
10: seemed like you were having a little trouble finding your slider uh, yesterday, and then today that seemed like a much better pitch for
18: you. Is that something that, against Mankata you you sort of felt it come back again?
26: Yeah, I really worked on it. Like uh, yesterday I was going to my uh, bit more of a harder, shorter grip, and then today I expanded it back into like my middle range one and then uh, just had a little bit better feel with it today. Um, yeah, but that was one of the things I really worked hard on in the bullpen while I was warming up uh, pregame as well, just making sure that I had that pitch because I knew that uh, if I can at least throw a couple of those in there for strikes, it changes the uh, the whole course of the inning because then they can't just sit fastball. Susan Slesser.
16: Hey, Liam, congratulations. Um, you've been a part of the team that has not been able to advance past wild wildcard games. But what's the emotion like? I, Chris at the, uh yesterday basically said he felt like the monkey's off your back. What's the feeling now advancing past the first round?
26: Yeah, so apparently we're just not good at the first game. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, you we, we give us three and we uh, were able to squeak it out today and then um, looking forward. But, yeah, we uh, I think just getting that opportunity to go, like have an opportunity after that first game, come back and redeem ourselves. I mean, that just shows the spirit that we've got going. It shows the, uh, the ability we have to bounce back no matter what happens and the ability to kind of come out there and, and whatever happened the day before, brush off and, and come back out here and, and put a good, good game together. So, I mean, hats off to the White Sox. They are a, they're a fantastic team. They've got a great lineup, and they're going uh, to be powerhouses in the AL Central for, a few, for several years now, just, with, just basing off those young guys they got in that lineup and the, the rotation guys they've got behind Giolito and Keichel as well. It's, uh, it's going to be fun to watch those guys play for a long time.
16: Liam, so, you, know, you guys can't uh, have the champagne celebrations. What what what's it like in the clubhouse now? How are you
26: celebrating? What's the mood? Uh, so we've been doing the putting thing this year. Uh, so I have my second second putt this year. Uh, second time I've also done the putt completely in the nude. Um, missed today, which is unfortunate. I did the, I made the first one, uh, but missed missed today, unfortunately. Uh, so I'm one for one for two, but uh, we got time to redeem ourselves, and hopefully we're able to bring those on the. Uh, on the trip and I already told Blake Tran and I'm taking his locker. So uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. What, you're
16: celebrating by putting?
26: Yeah, well, I mean, last year we had the basketball shot. This year we've got the golfing, the golf green. It's uh, those little like office putting greens that we're, uh, we're doing that way. I mean, you always got to mix it up. You got to keep it live, you got to keep it lively in there and you got to celebrate the guys who had a good game. And that's that was one of the bigger things for us.
12: Martin Gallegos.
18: Hey, Liam, um, what was it like just seeing everybody, you know, come in the bullpen kind of all hands on deck there and everybody just contributing all at once there over the course of the game?
26: Yeah, I mean, uh, we trust that bullpen with our lives, and that, uh, that was one of the things that came through. I mean, between Frankie Montas coming in on short rest and being able to give us two solid innings, uh, to Petit doing what he always does, to JB coming in after him, and then you turn it over to the other guys and you've got uh, – Lou Trevino came in, was able to do a job. Jake Deepen on his third day in a row came in, was able to get out of a jam, and then Sorry coming in and uh, getting that those huge uh, that, those huge outs and that's, uh, that was a big thing. I mean, there was a lot of times where this game was hanging in the balance and we were able to to pull it by him and then uh, and then we just had we just had just enough offense to get it by and this is what we're going to do. We're going to ride our pen as hard as we can. Obviously, probably what 70 pitches in two days, which has been a which has, <laughs> haven't done that since about 2015. So. It's new for me, but now we get three days off and we get a chance to attack the Astros.
6: Days off? What do you mean days off? Ace Cast Live tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Not taking any days off. Let's rock. It's the postseason. Sleep in the off season. All right, we got a treat for you. I don't know if you were able to watch the entire game. Odds are, probably not. It was four hours and nine minutes. Uh, That was a really long, long four hours. And it just pulled on your heartstrings. Just pulled. It was brutal. So, since you probably weren't able to listen or even watch all four hours and nine minutes... We're going to play, so Robert Costa cuts up highlights throughout the game. We're going to play you all the main highlights for the nine-inning game where your athletics are down, come back, and win. This is the first time. They had lost the last 24 games, postseason games, where they were down three-plus runs. So if they've been down three or more runs, it was a loss. 24 straight losses. The last time they came back from that kind of deficit, you got to go back to 1988 against the Red Sox. They were down five. They won 10-6. Robert Costa, where were you in 1988? He was in middle school. I was in high school. That's how long ago it was. Here is every highlight from today's 6-4 to
2: victory. And fires to Moncada. Here it is. And Moncada hits a drive into right field coming on. Canna, he's there, and he makes the catch. On a well-hit, sinking line drive to right, and Canna took it just below the waist. And fires keeps the White Sox off the board. They leave runners at second and third with the A's coming up in the bottom half. And here's the 1-2 pitch again, and Olson swings and misses. Down he goes. Got a breaking ball. Olsen strikes out. The A's leave runners at first and third. They fail to score. And after one, the A's and the White Sox, nothing, nothing. The A's broke their streak of losing five straight elimination games yesterday. They would like to exorcise those demons today, the green and gold. Here's the delivery now, and that's a deep drive to left, way back. And Grossman will turn and watch, and it's gone in no doubt. And Luis Robert gets the White Sox on the board. It's 1-0 Chicago in the second. Big right-handed hitter deep in the box. They lead from first, second, and third. The pitch to a break. It was a ground ball to third. Jake Lamb has it, turns, throws across the diamond, and Petit does the job. Gets the A's out of a tough spot. White Sox get one, but they leave three. And we go to the bottom of the second. It's 1-0 Chicago.
7: Petit readies and delivers. And a smash up the middle behind second base. It gets through. McCann's around second. Wade home. Here comes the throw by Lorianos. It's cut off by Olson, but he knocks it down. Couldn't pick it up. They could have gotten Robert with a better catch. And it's 2-0 Chicago. Robert, first ball swinging back up the middle. Doubles the White Sox lead. Didn't waste any time. Here's a 2-1. Off speed line toward left center field. On the run, Grossman can't get it. Splits him. It's up against the wall. That's going to send Robert around second. He will score. Mazzara gears down into second base with a double. And the White Sox have extended things to 3-0. The White Sox team second in the league during the regular year. It runs scored first in slugging, first in home runs, and they are having their way so far this afternoon against the Athletics. The 2-2 on the way. Swing and a miss. Got him on a sinker. You could hear the White Sox bench erupt as Hoyer gets the job done against Olsen and the A's, and Oakland threatens, but they do not score. They strand three onto the fourth, and st- still 3-0 Chicago. They has haven't really driven the ball that well in the air yet today. Here comes the 1-0. Fastball, there it goes. Sean Murphy on cue, unloads on Cody Hoyer, bobs away, and game on a blast for murphy is first with a man on base all year and it comes with grossman aboard and the a's have come alive they trail three to
3: two and the beautiful thing about that when murph hit it he just dropped the bat dropped his head started his trot i mean that's how strong this young man is and that's why i was hopeful that laureano could get on base because one shot like that could have tied it but at least Murph got him on the board And there's no doubt, when he hits them, they are no doubt.
7: And Rondone to the plate. Fastball pulled to third. past the reach of O'Connor toward the left field corner. Angle tracks it down. Racing to third is Listella. They're going to hold him up into second base with a double is Simeon. The defensive placement of Angle closer to the line for the moment has prevented the A's from tying this game. He hustled into the left field corner. Got to it quickly. Now it's up to Chad Pinder. See if he can continue the comeback for the Athletics. Lastella third, Simeon second, Pinder at first. Three-two Chicago in the fourth, and the three-one from Foster to Canna. Here it comes. It's not even close. Ball four tie game. Lastella waltzes across the plate. Canna gets an RBI the easy way, and now things are really getting interesting. As Don Cooper. The pitching coach has to go out to the mound and say, Son, I need you to grow up in a hurry. Three balls and a strike. And the pitch. And that is inside and low ball four. And the A's have taken their first lead today. Back-to-back walks. Foster, to Canna and Olsen
3: into to score. Simeon at its 4-3 Athletics. And the best thing for the Athletics, this is a huge, crooked number. And that's what they were looking for. And remember all this has happened with two outs.
2: Moncada's at second. Here's Montas. He throws in. It's swung on a ground ball to the right side. It's going to work its way into right center for a base hit. Moncada's around third to score. And that quickly the ball game is tied up again. Just work its way between the bag at second and the second baseman, Lestella, who is setting up, as we said, in short right field. Mazzara singles. Moncada scores. And it's four to four. And Engel is up a right handed hitter. It's a high pop up. Short right center field going out. Lestella Lariana from center. And it's going to be bobbled. And Lastella <laughs> holds on to it. Wow. He juggled it. <laughs> wow. A trio of A's. He was racing out. Lariana coming in from center. Canna from right. Lastella had the ball in the mid. It popped out. Then he went down into the grass. And he corralled it down there. And that's the final out of this top of the fifth inning. A little bit of magic and a juggling act. By Tommy Lestella. But the White Sox tied up. And halfway through our ball game today, after four and a half, the A's and the White Sox in a 4 4 tie. Here's the 0 1 pitch. And that's a belated swing and a foul tip. So you're saying it's some. Oh, it's a catcher's interference, I think, Foss.
3: That would be nice. I
2: think that's what Ted Barrett called.
3: That's an E2. That's great.
2: And that'll set up first and second.
3: And that's the late swing where a catcher goes after the ball. And Lestella well, just looking at the replay, that's not even a late swing. That's just too close by Grandal.
2: And the right-hander ready turns, throws, and Pinder. It's a drive in. It's going to be into left field for a base hit. One run is in. Second run around third. The throw to the plate in the slide, and not in time. Lestella scores the second run on a base hit to left field by Chad Pinder, and the A's take a six-to-four lead. What a clutch hit by Chad Pennon again. A big two-out hit for the athletics. Murphy scored from third. Listella from second, a close play at the plate. Simeon went to second stop there on Pinder's base hit through the left side hole. Had to wait to see as Tim Anderson went dive into the backhand side. The throw coming in by the left fielder angle all the way. And it was to the foul territory side. The catcher Grandall had to go to his left and try to come back and try to lay the tag on Listella. He missed him clearly. And so no replay and the A's lead by two in the fifth GB Wendelkin at the belt one time White Sox farmhand and he delivers and it's swung on a high fly ball popped in a short center Lauriano coming on he's right there waiting for it and he makes the catch and Wendelkin works a one two three six and we go to the bottom of the sixth A's on top of the White Sox six four
7: Trevino from the first base side of the hill readies the high set back with a two two. Swung on, popped up behind first, foul ground. Olsen is over, still going, still going, reaches out, he's got it. Makes the catch, tagging from second is Abreu. The throw on a bounce, not in time, and Abreu tags and advances from second to third. But what an effort and a long gallop for Matt Olsen to get to that baseball on foul ground Hmm. near the White Sox bullpen for a crucial second
3: out of the inning. Well, that was an outstanding play by the two-time go Glover. He just kept going, kept going, came back and threw the ball to third. The only thing I would have done there is throw to second. And fortunate it was McCann at first that he did not tag and go to second whenever Abreu went to third. 1-0 the count. The pitch. Bouncing
7: ball on the right side. Easy hop for Lestella on the first inning over as Diekman gets the job done and survives a bases loaded jam. No runs. No hits, one error, and the White Sox strand three more.
2: Jose Abreu, the big man, is 6'3", 250, 33 years of age, a lifetime 294 hitter, and Soria trying to take care of him right here as the White Sox have runners at first and second. And the pitch is a ground ball to short, might be two. Simeon flips to La He goes to first. The A's get the double play. Perfectly placed the ground ball toward the bag at second. The flip by Simeon onto La Stella. And the A's get a massive 6-4-3 double play on Abreu to end the inning. We go to the bottom of the eighth, and it's still a 6-4, athletics. Again, the A's have the infield shift. And the 2-2 pitch again, swung on and missed. Breaking ball down and away. Moncada K is one away. And that's the hard slider that it's hard to
3: lay off as a hitter. And another aggressive hitter coming up. And Robert.
2: And that's just right over the top with a downward action, yep. Ray, and it looks like a fastball coming out of his hands.
3: And it looked like it's close enough to a strike that you have to swing with two strikes.
2: And with one out, here's the 0 2 pitch on the way. Swung on a foul tip, and Murphy holds it for strike three. Great job by Murphy. Well, Murphy wanted that pitch up
3: in the zone, but very hard to pitch up in the zone if you're Liam Hendricks because I think he knows one direction one speed it sure sounded like a foul tip yesterday it was a foul tip it just I mean it was ever so slightly and that's Mm -hmm. why it's an easy pitch to hang on whenever it's foul tip that way
2: James McCann is at second base and out of the stretch at the belt and again the two two pitch and here it is inside corner ring him up strike three called and the A's have won it and they're moving on The Oakland A's have won the series in a great battle today with the White Sox. (laughs) And maybe they have vanquished some demons today. (laughs) And now maybe
3: Bob Melvin can take a big sigh of relief and say, thank you, Lord, because
2: there's no doubt he had to be thinking every time a runner got on base, one swing in the back, something could happen. Six to four, the A's beat the White Sox. It took over four hours and 17 pitchers, Ray Fossey. And the A's got it done. Liam Hendricks, some redemption today. There you go.
6: Do you need anything else? Nobody covers the A's like A's cast. A's cast live. A's total access. A's clubhouse show. We cover it like a Snuggie. A's with the win, 6-4. to four. They're moving on to L.A. to take on the Houston Astros. Tomorrow, we're going to be on at 3 o'clock on A's Cast Live. Kind of put a bow on the season and this series. And then on Monday, game one, we don't know the time yet. But whatever that time is, we're going to be on four hours before first pitch. Three hours of A's cast live, and then an hour of A's total access taking you all the way up to first pitch. Enjoy this wonderful win, A's fans. You all deserve it. Through thick and thin, we'll get through this together. What a special day for A's baseball, and it's not over. As we've been saying, 13 wins for the ring, two down, 11 to go. You've been listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Of course, the A's Clubhouse show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. We will see you all tomorrow, A's Cast Live at 3 o'clock. Have a great night, everybody.
4: We've done it before.
13: Round ball to the right side,
11: speared by Phillips, Ackersley, yes, he's there in time, and the
12: A's are the world champions. Now it's time to do it again. Join us throughout the postseason for wall-to-wall coverage on A's Cast with live shows, great podcasts, and all the action you crave. A's Cast is your destination for nonstop postseason coverage.
7: It will. Back is Upton. At the track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotty. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this
1: exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball.
0: This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.